to your right. BYU baseball heads back to the diamond. There's a ball hit very deep. Left fielder looking up, going back at the wall. It's out of here. And the Batcats are swinging for the fences. Center fielder going back. He's not going to get there. It's time for BYU baseball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Play ball. Live coverage of BYU baseball is brought to you by Lube Duck, Reinhardt Oil, Chip Cookies, Sag Chevron, Foot Insurance, and Revere Health Orthopedics. Now, to get you ready for the first pitch, here's Brent Norton. Well, good afternoon, live from Larry Miller Field here in Provo, Utah. BYU Cougar Baseball is back on the air here on ESPN 960 and BYU Radio as they will take on the Santa Clara Broncos tonight. And uh, in a key, uh, really, conference game for both of these schools currently. Currently, BYU tied for uh, last in the conference, three wins, six losses. And uh, Santa Clara, just a game ahead of them, they're tied with five teams with four wins and five losses. So Coach Littlewood said Tuesday night he thought these were must-wins for the Cougars, all three of these. So it will be interesting. They have changed the schedule. Instead of a a game tomorrow and Saturday, they've moved the – canceled the Saturday game due to the inclement weather that's forecast, and they'll play two tomorrow, one at two. And one at six. So uh, for those of you uh, looking for something to do tomorrow, come out. A lot of baseball here at uh, Larry Miller Field as the Cougars take on the Broncos of Santa Clara. Rusty Filter, the new head coach at Santa Clara, he was the pitching coach at Stanford last year as the Cougars went to the regionals. And before that, he was a longtime pitching coach at San Diego State under Tony Gwynn. So Rusty Filter bringing the Broncos in. They've had a, a good year, 15 wins, 11 losses. Uh, four and five in the conference. They've played most of their games at home as they have played 18 of uh, 26 or 19 of 27 at home. And they're at la- 18 of their last 26 are, are on the road, joined by uh, Tuckett Slade. And uh, Tuckett, Coach uh, Littlewood said Tuesday night he thought these were must wins for the Cougars to kind of get themselves back into the conference uh, race. And I'd probably have to agree with him. Yeah, we're down to the point where we just don't have a ton of games left. I mean, we still have a lot of games, but at the end of the day, we're – don't have a ton of wins in conference with only three wins so you have to make up a lot of wins and this is a team that you have to you're at home that you got to find a way to got to win the night first but you really in reality got to try to sweep these guys if you want to stay in the race to to make Banner Island this 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 year you know you hate to look back but I'm telling you there's about five or six wins out there the Cougars have just let slip away just from the little things the lack of execution not getting a bun down committing an error in a, in a crit- critical situation baseball such a mental game you, you know you don't want to look back but, boy, so close this Cougar team is to, to having a great record, and they just haven't gotten over the hump yet. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you look at it, just like you said, there's a ton of little things that haven't happened to, to be successful, and that's why five, at least five or six wins that you should have had or, or could have had if you just do the little things that, you know, hey, it's still a lot of baseball left, and just hopefully to get things going forward. You know, and it's tough to uh, – a baseball coach, you got to keep their – you know, you, you got to have patience. You don't want them looking back. You want to keep them, you know, up, uh, and it's a long season. And baseball is such a mental game, and I asked Coach a little bit before the game about that, and he says, yeah, it's tough knowing what to say. It, it is. It, it's, it, it is a tough thing, and you're kind of in a tough feeling right now of, of everything. Of There's been so many situations that you've lost games different ways this year, and it's on your mind. And at the end of the day, really, hey, one good pitch, one good hit, and the guys will relax and get back to how they can really play. But it's a tough game because, really, this game just is about, about failure. It makes it tough on you. Jordan Wood gets the start for the Cougars. He's 2-2 two and two on the year. But he could easily be 5-6-0. Oh. Wood's been dynamic for the Cougars, uh, and he will go against Stephen Wilson. 
one of the top pitchers in the conference, big right-hander, has thrown very well this uh, this season for the Broncos. So it uh, should really be a good ball game tonight against uh, two teams uh, that are mainstays in the conference. Yeah, it should be a great game. Stevie Wilson on the mound today, I think he's finally at the full start length. Last week he was able to go 94 pitches when before he was at about a 60-65 pitch count coming off Tommy John. But hey, he's a 92-95 guy with really electric stuff, and uh, it's going to be a good challenge. But uh, I look forward to Wood just challenging him because he's been fantastic for us this year. should be a great game. And there's not too many teams that uh, outpower the Cougars, but this one does. They've yeah. got 25 home runs. Cougars have 17. Their yard isn't that deep. I mean, you can hit it out of there, but still 25 home runs. Very impressive, and they've got two or three guys you just can't let beat you. Yeah, middle of their order with Cresto and Brote are, are guys that just have tons of power. Brote actually hit two grand slams in the same inning this year, which is wow. hard, hard to do. Um, so and I, I think he's got, what, seven or eight home runs on the air, and Cresto has yep. six or seven. So it's a, a lot of home run power from those two guys. So you just don't want to let the guys on in front of them so that those guys can't hurt you. Had a chance to sit down with Coach Mike Littlewood uh, right uh, a few minutes ago. Uh, we'll play that interview for you now. We're here with Coach Mike Littlewood right before this uh, three-game series with the uh, Santa Clara Broncos. And, Coach, a uh, uh, big series, uh, to say the least here, for the Cougars. And uh, uh, tough loss on Tuesday. You know, baseball is such a funny game, so mental. You don't want your guys to press. You've got to have so much patience. Uh, got to be tough as a coach knowing kind of what to tell them and, and how to get them ready for a series like this. Yeah, it really is. With with the ups and downs, um, not much practice time. Uh, we had a short meeting yesterday just talking about um, just having a purpose to come out here every single day, try to have fun, uh, accountability and all that stuff. But um, ultimately it comes down to just really getting making the play when the game's on the line. Or There's always these pinnacles in games and, and pressure moments, two or three or four a game, whether it's a pitch or whether it's an at-bat or whether it's a defensive play that changed the course of a game. And, you know, our losses have been the inability to lay down a bunt, make a pitch. You know, we walk a guy in a, in a key spot um, or make an error in the first day. You know, just those little small things. It's not, not anything big, but uh, you add them all together and it, and it adds up to losses. And so, yeah, we just trying to keep them. I, I think the biggest thing for us is have a short memory. Um, just try to wipe, wipe those clean and move on to the next game. No doubt about it. Uh, Santa Clara been a little bit of a surprise this year. Rusty Filter, we're familiar with him. San Diego State, long-term coach there, a pitching coach. And then Stanford last year, we saw him in, the, in, the, in regionals. Now he's the head guy here. And has kind of turned these guys around. They're playing very well. Well, they're playing with confidence. You can tell just even when they're taking BP. It's a, it's a lot different team than it, than it was last year. Um, it's kind of the same personnel, but um, they have that first-year excitement that they think they can do things, and they are. They're 15-11. Um, anytime you're above 500 in college baseball, you've got a good, solid team, and and um, you know they they obviously do. They went into San Diego, won two or three. That's not uh, you, that's not by accident. You don't do that by accident. You have to be a good team to do that. Tonight we're going to see a really, really good pitcher in Stephen Wilson. Um, low to mid 90s, coming off Tommy John last week. He threw 94 pitches, um, so he's been on a pitch count. But I think you know um, they're going to let him go tonight. Um, so it's going to be a big one for us. If we can get this one, uh, it's really, really important for us. Jordan Wood has been solid. I mean, tough luck, 2 to nothing loss last week down at Pepperdine, but uh, Jordan's been probably just about everything you wanted out of a number one guy. Yeah, and maybe a little bit more. He's been really good. I mean, he's, he's a guy that you, there's no anxiety when you give him the ball. You know he's going to compete. He's going to be in the zone. Um, he's going to challenge guys. He's not going to be afraid. Um, tonight's game should be a really good matchup. They've got two hitters, Cresto and Brote. 
that hit three four for them. Um, they're they're kind of scary guys. Um, you can't make a mistake, or they'll they'll go over the scoreboard at our park. Um, and so we we have to we can't let those two guys beat us. Knock on wood. We have to keep the guys in front of them off the bases. Um, we really need to, to do a good job against Joe Beck, their leadoff hitter, to keep him off base. He's a tough out. Um, so. You know the little intricacies of the game. Keep that leadoff guy off, and keep those the the guys off base before Broat and Cresto get up, and so we can pitch them the way we want to pitch them. Kringlin been rehabbing that hamstring for the last month or so. You've got him in the lineup tonight. I saw uh, saw like Tuesday he was moving a lot better, and Jake Brown DH with uh, Wilson the right hander on the on the hill, uh, going to give uh, Jake a couple of chances to get a couple of good swings. Well, I think Jake Brown's our best option for a DH right now. If and I, I would have liked to do that, have done that the last few games. With but Keaton had to come out and take that DH role. Um, and Jake just every time we put him up there, he has good at bats, um, good professional at bats. He takes his walks. Um, he'll he'll swing at strikes and take balls. I mean, that's his biggest asset. He's going to put together good at bat. I've got him hitting uh, behind Brock tonight. I think that's going to be an important spot for him and just kind of mix up those, uh, keep the left handers away from each other. And so. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking for good things. This is this is kind of the lineup that we would like to go with. Obviously, we would like to have Dave Clawson in there if he can kind of get things right. Um, but Noah's doing a good, solid job for us in the nine hole. Yeah, no doubt. Noah just getting base hit after base hit, and uh, he's improved defensively over these last couple of weeks too. Well, Noah's just solid. You know what you're going to get. Um, he's going to he's not going to take a playoff. He's going to give everything he's got. Um, he's he's not going to hit home runs, but he's going to be a singles guy. He'll handle the bat, hit and run. He'll do the things that, that a coach loves, just put his head down and work. And um, I, I love Noah, and he's doing a great job for us. Okay, Coach, uh, good luck. We'll talk to you in the postgame show. All right. Thanks, Brent. All right, back in Provo, uh, Brent Norton and uh, Tuckett Slate as we get ready for the first game here, BYU and Santa Clara. And, again, those of you just joining us, uh, there will be a double header here tomorrow. No game Saturday with the uh, rainstorm Saturday coming in. They're going to play two, one at two, one at six. Yep. So uh, they made that change today. Rusty Fielder, the head coach of Santa Clara, was was good with that. The Cougars' uh, starting lineup, Noah Hill is behind the plate. He'll be uh, Brian Sue is at first base, Brendan Anderson at second, Daniel Sneeman is the shortstop, Nate Favero is at third base, Keaton Kringland in left, Jarrett Perns in center, Brock Hale in right field, and Jordan Wood on the hill for the Cougars. For the uh, Santa Clara Broncos, uh, Joe Becht will lead it off. He'll play the shortstop position. Third baseman uh, Jason Dikashala is at, uh, will bat second. Jake Brot will be at first base. Uh, Evan Haberley will be the DH and bat fourth. John Cresto in center bats fifth. Matt Southwick uh, bats sixth, and he'll play right field. Jake McNichols is doing the catching, and he'll bat seventh. Grant Malin in left field bats eighth, and Austin Reyes will bat ninth. And pitching for the Broncos is uh, Stevie Wilson. Wilson, a 6'4", 215-pound senior out of Littleton, Colorado. Three wins, no losses on the year as uh, Joe Becht steps in. So Becht will come to the plate, batting from the left side against uh, Jordan Wood as we are ready for baseball here in Provo. And the first pitch is outside, ball one. Cougars and Broncos. Cougars swept the Broncos last year down in Santa Clara. That was kind of late in the conference season with a big uh, series for the Cougars, and that pitch is fouled off for a strike. Yeah, a lot of these guys played for that team for Santa Clara, but they're a total different team this year. That By the time we played them last year at their place, they were kind of defeated and knew their season was almost over. They're playing with a lot of energy right now and playing well. Here's the 1-1 pitch over for a strike. 
DeCochea is on deck, and then he'll be followed by Jake Brote. Jimmy Craig, the home plate umpire here in game one. Dan Payne at first, Kenneth Payne at second base, and Ricky Scarberry at third. Pitches outside for a ball. It's actually Kenneth Durham at second base. I'd say we had the Payne brothers out yeah, there. Yeah, really. <laughs> I looked down at that, and I just uh, didn't write it down correctly. 2-2 pitch right up the middle. Base hit. Just about took uh, Jordan Wood's kneecap off. So a leadoff single by uh, Joe Becht. He leads this team. He's got 10 stolen bases. You know, it's interesting. These guys really run. 28 steals in 49 attempts, so they've been thrown out about 40% of the time, but they just continue to run. Yeah, they love it, and he's the guy at first that really loves to run. He's their catalyst, and when he gets on base, it's all about run, run, run with him. Ikoshea steps in now, third baseman hitting 292. he He's got a home run this year. And 15 RBIs and a quick throw to first base, trying to keep... Uh, Joe Beck closely. Yeah, this team, uh, I recognize all these names. Most of these kids are seniors just coming back for their yeah. their final year. Rusty Filter, the head coach, first year at Santa Clara, uh, coming over from Stanford's really got them playing well. Really does. They're they're believing, and that's a lot. That, that goes a long way in baseball. DeCochet uh, steps in, and the first pitch is down low, ball one. And see, last year offensively, they did a pretty good job. They, they, they were able to hit with some teams. They just didn't have great starting pitching. And now they got a couple guys back that were on Tommy John surgery uh, and, and missed all of last year that are really good for him, and it's been made the difference for him. Of course, Rusty Filter, longtime uh, assistant coach that's coached against the Cougars uh, several years at San Diego State with Tony Gwynn, and uh, he was a mentor of Steven Strasburg, the uh, great uh, Washington National pitcher. Moved on to be the pitching coach at... Uh, Stanford, and when Stanford got the new coach last year, he brought his own pitching coach in, and Filter moved over. Probably didn't even have to change homes. Yeah, probably Still didn't. living in the Bay Area and moves over to Santa Clara. Santa Clara, a long, rich tradition of baseball. They, uh, uh, lately, they haven't been that great, but uh, way back in the 50s and 60s, they had some great teams. Yes, they did. 1-0 the count. There's a curveball that drops in for a strike. There are 10 seniors on this team. A lot of leadership and a lot of at-bats between all those guys. Yeah, the one, three, four hitters are all seniors, along with the uh, number eight hitter. Ball swung on and missed, throw down to second base, and they are going to get him. Great throw there by Noah Hill. Doesn't have quite the strength of the arm of Dave Clawson, but I'll tell you, he put that right on the back. Great yes, throw. Yes, he did. You're right. You know, Dave's arm is much better, but Noah's, I mean, that ball was caught at the bag where he slid right into the tag. That was a great throw. And not an easy pitch to, to throw on, being that the curveball down low. Great job, Noah. One man out. Andy Cochet uh, will step back in. One, one, two pitches outside for a ball. Jordan Wood, two wins, two losses. Earned run average, 3.11. Pitches down low, coming off a very tough 2 to nothing loss at Pepperdine last Thursday. Wood in 46 innings, 30 strikeouts, only 11 walks. 
Opponents are only hitting 231 off the junior from Friendswood, Texas. 3-2 pitch. That pitch hitting. Came in and hit uh, the right-handed hitter. And Santa Clara will have their second base runner. And that will bring uh, Jake Brot, uh, Coach uh, Littlewood, as you'd mentioned, uh, both Brot and the number five hitter, Cresto. Brot's got eight home runs. Cresto, six. Brot, the senior out of Huntington Beach, hitting 269 on the year. Big kid, 6'5", 230. Look at that body. My goodness, he's built. That's a, that's a, looks like a man right there. So Brot will step in. It's one of those guys that you just look at and you're just like, yeah, that guy's got power. Here's the first pitch from Wood. Ball ripped down the left field line foul. A little ahead of that curveball. And the count goes to 0-1 on Jake Broat. Broat uh, will step back in, runner at uh, first base. He's got five steals. He hasn't been thrown out this year. Five out of five. And a throw to first base. And back in safely is the base runner. Santa Clara and BYU just starting their three-game series as a pop-up. Shallow right field. Brock Hill coming over near the line. He'll make the catch for out number two. And that will bring Evan Haverly to the plate. Everly, the DH, does not have a home run limited to bats this year. I don't know if he was hurt or not, but he's hitting 367. Yeah, he's a really good contact hitter. Used to be kind of a uh, middle infielder, but kind of moved to first last DH. Good left-handed hitter that didn't strike out a ton, if I remember correctly, and just puts ball in play. When you look at the lineup, uh, Haberly only 49 at bats. So, and they're going to pick the runner Got off. In. Great Very move. quick move by Jordan Wood, picks off the base runner. So the Cougars catch a couple of guys caught stealing in the inning. No runs, one hit, no errors, and nobody left. We are through a half an inning, Santa Clara nothing. And the Cougars coming to the bat on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. Back at uh, Larry Miller Field, Cougars, boy, it's not too often you see a couple of guys caught stealing in the same inning, a pickoff, and then a great throw by Noah Hill. And Santa Clara retired after they had a couple of base runners. They were ended up being retired in order. Anderson, Schneeman, and Brian Seustep will come to the plate for the Cougars. And Stevie Wilson, another big kid, 6'4", 215. He is out of Littleton, Colorado, as you mentioned. He had that arm problem last year. So coming back, kind of trying to prove himself, I'm sure, for not only Santa Clara but also the pro scouts. Absolutely. A kid this size has got a great opportunity. He's a really good prospect. First pitch from Wilson is a fastball at 92 over the outside corner for a strike. Wilson, this is uh, his seventh start, his ninth appearance, and that ball's popped up foul out of play by Anderson. Has 30 strikeouts in 22 innings, only seven walks. Opponents are hitting 221 off of Stevie Wilson. He's given up a couple of home runs this year. So pretty impressive year for Wilson. Three wins, no losses. There's a pitch in the dirt for ball one. 
Yeah, power arm. We've talked to a, a lot of teams that have played him this year, and they're like, man, that's the best arm we've seen all year. The problem with it is he's on a pitch count, so he only lasted three or four innings. So was, once he got out, it was a different story. But he's not on that count today. Here's the one-two pitch. Anderson pops it up. Shallow center fielder. Center fielder coming off. Right fielder now calling him off. Uh, Matt Smithwick, and he will make the catch for out number one. Cougars' Daniel Sneeman now. Shortstop will step in. Cougars lost Tuesday night 4-3 to Utah, and Cougars another one of those games in that ninth inning. Two walks, a, a hit batter, and walked the winning run in. Just a, a tough loss for the Cougars. Ball popped up, foul down the left field line. That ball will find the area down near the Cougar bullpen. And Boy, it's one thing to get beat, but to kind of give a game and you know, as I look back at my scorebook, and there's been about five or six of those in the yeah. last ten, ten games, uh, Tuckett, that we've seen here for BYU. Yeah, definitely some frustrating games. Definitely one of those things where, man, one thing one way or the other, and you win. But uh, Sneeman fouls another one off. You just got to put all those little things together and, and really just get things rolling and get that confidence going again. Have a short memory. Yeah, absolutely. Move on. You really do. Here's the 0-2 from Wilson. Swing and a miss. Sneeman goes down on strikes for out number two. And that will bring Brian Sue to the plate. Sue will uh, step in. He is hitting 372 for the Cougars. Has led uh, tight for the RBI lead with a Brock Hale with 21 for BYU. Brian Sue also productive four home runs. And the first pitch to Sue is up high, ball one. Sue made that uh, error in the that inning against Utah that, you know, we were talking about in the postgame with Coach Littlewood. looked like Brian was heading to the bag and then right yeah. decided, hey, let's try to get that lead runner and hit him right in the back. And that was uh, unearned run, uh, you know, Cougars lose. Yeah, that's that was tough. And Brian was so upset at himself after the game about it. 1-0 pitch, that's over for a strike. And that's just something you don't see out of Sue. No, you Defensively, don't. the kid is just uh, is uh, fantastic. One and two the count to Brian Sue. Here's the pitch from Wilson. That's outside all the way back to the screen. Two and two the count. One thing you'd like to do is run the pitch count up on this kid yeah, a little absolutely. bit. Where absolutely. He, where he's been on a pitch count. I think 94 has been his season high. So it'll be interesting to see if they'll go further than that or what they'll do. Here is the pitch. Or the ball hit by Sue right to the second baseman, Austin Reyes. And he'll throw him out. And the Cougars are retired in order. We're through one inning. No score, Santa Clara and BYU on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. BYU Baseball is brought to you by Lube Duck. Quick oil change, emissions, and inspections. Now let's take you out to the ballpark with Brent Norton. Santa Clara's Evan Haverly will step in. First pitch from Jordan Wood is over for a strike. Haverly was at the plate when uh, Jake broke was, uh, or when uh, Jason Kosha was uh, picked off. Pitch is over for a strike. 0-2 the count. Haverly, Cresto, and Smithwick, the three hitters for the Broncos. Just started here in Provo. Come on down and uh, enjoy some uh, great baseball action. Cougars, uh, four straight road games. Pepperdine at Utah now back here in Provo for these three before they hit the road again next weekend uh, up in Portland. 
2-2 pitch outside for a ball. Looks like our uh, radar gun's gone out. Yeah, it does. Two balls and two strikes. Wood out of the windup in the pitch. Ball grounded out towards Sue. He's got it. He'll shovel the ball to Wood at uh, first base in time for the out. One man out, and uh, John Cresto steps in. Cresto wearing number 10 for the Broncos. Uh, he is a junior out of Encinitas, California. 6'3", 225-pounder. The Bronco team definitely brings the beef here to the ballpark. That was a close play, closer than was. I thought it was when you look at the replay. I didn't think Haberly had that kind of wheels, but he got down the baseline quick. Here's the first pitch to Cresto, and that's a little bit outside ball one. Cresto has six home runs. He has 14 RBIs, and he is playing in center field today for Santa Clara. Woods pitch that ball drilled foul down the third baseline. He's been an infielder his whole career. I played third and shortstop. Shortstop as a freshman and third last year, so moving him out the outfield. B.K. Santi is the... Uh, Third base coach for the Broncos. And I believe that's Greg Gonzalez down there at uh, first base. So no balls and a strike to John Cresto. Swing and a miss. Good slider there from Jordan Wood. One and two the count. This team is hitting only 243 as a team batting average wise, a 4.18 earned run average. Another slider, and that one fouled straight back. Cougars right now hitting uh, 289 as a team. Cougars, a team earned run, uh, 4.7 runs per game. So a couple of teams pretty evenly matched. A little pop up. Sue at first base goes back a little bit in foul territory and make the catch for the out. Great pitch there by Jordan Wood. A couple of, or three really good off-speed pitches there in a row. Yeah, it really was. Great location, get him out in front. And that's what you got to do to these big power guys. They're just sitting dead red fastball. Got to kind of pitch them backwards a little bit, you know, and, and plus counts. We'll have both games for you here tomorrow. Double header with the weather coming in. They're going to play two tomorrow here and not one on Saturday. Two and six o'clock tomorrow here at Larry Miller Field. First pitch fouled off by Matt Smithwick for a strike. Smithwick uh, batting from the left side, right fielder. And here's the 0-1. Over for call, strike two. Really a situation. Cougars uh, three and six tied with Pacific for last place in the conference. Pitches outside, but they've got five teams right above them with five losses. Yes, yeah, so it's not That's too far That's the good away. news. Exactly. But the bad news is those guys, yeah, I mean, you control your own destiny, but if two, two or three of those teams get hot like yeah. you do, I mean, it'll Absolutely. be a battle. It will be. One, two pitch right back to Wood. One hopper. He's got it. Shovels the ball to Sue for the out. And Santa Clara retired in order here in the second inning. We're through one and a half. No score. Broncos and Cougars on your new skin BYU Sports Network. 
Raquel steps in for the Cougars. Uh, no scorer as we go to the bottom of the second inning. Broncos and the BYU Cougars here from Provo. First pitch is down low, ball one. Brock Hale, the senior out of Mesa, leads the Cougars with seven home runs. One of the big power guys in the conference. There's a good breaking pitch that catches the outside corner. A ball and a strike to Hale. He'll be followed by Jake Brown, who gets the start at DH today, and then Keaton Kringlin in left field will bat next. Uh, first time we've seen Kringlin in the field, and seems like about a month pitches down low, 2-1. and one. Notice Keaton running a lot better Tuesday against Utah, so Coach Littlewood gets him out there. And so this is kind of the lineup he'd like to stick with. Here. Yeah, it really is. be a good lineup for us. 2-1 pitch to Hale is outside for ball three. Hale brings a 330 batting average into the contest. And is also a great defensive right fielder. Her ball inside for ball four. So Hale with a leadoff walk. Cougars get their first base runner in. Jake Brown, the DH, will step in. And, you know, it wouldn't surprise me to see the Cougars maybe move him up. I'll tell you, with these two guys on the mound, this could be a low-scoring ball game. Yeah, it definitely could. It's interesting there, though. They got the scattering report on Brock. doesn't matter if you throw 95. Don't throw him a fastball. A it strike, was, right? Yeah, it, yeah. For, for strikes because, hey, they were all breaking balls right there that he tried to throw. Brown steps in. And here is Wilson's pitch, and Brown, a little tardy on that fastball, swings and misses 0-1. Jake Brown, sophomore out of Mesa, Arizona. Highland High School down there in Mesa. Was Jake uh, here as a freshman? No, he wasn't. He wasn't, I was going to say. Did he play anywhere as a freshman or just – he actually was at junior college. He was. Okay, yeah, so he, show JC on he was at uh, Central Arizona JC. Qualifier, so he could yep. transfer after his freshman after, year. At, yeah, so then after his freshman year, he won an admission and then transferred here when he got back from okay. his admission. It's nice to get those JC kids for three years instead of two. Yeah, it is nice. Cougars have Sudruth in that same kind of situation. Their reliever, that pitches up high ball two. Two balls and a strike to Jake Brown. Jake has a real powerful backspin on the ball. He just finds a way when he when he hits the ball hard, it just jumps off his bat. Skinny, long guy, but good leverage, and he's a guy that definitely can spray it for doubles. Quick throw to first base, and Brock Hale dives back in safely. Brock, three stolen bases in four attempts. Cougars have 18 steals on the year in 25 attempts. Haven't run much lately. As Brown climbs back in the batter's box, here's the uh, 2-1 pitch. Brown swing, boy, swung at ball three right there, pitch out of the zone up high. Yeah, which isn't like him. That's one thing why Coach really likes Brown is he's he's a guy that has a really good eye and usually stays within his approach. But uh, just trying to get geared up for 90-plus right there and swinging one, right through him. One of the few Cougars that uses the white bat, the black and white bat. Yeah. 2-2 two and two the count to Brown. And here is Wilson's pitch. Ball popped foul down the third base side. Ball again will find the uh, bullpen area for the Cougars. 
If you haven't been out to the ballpark since the big renovation, boy, good time to come out. Just uh, an all-turf field here that's heated. They've replaced the outfield wall all the way around. It's uh, now 14 feet high from the left field line over to left center and then 12 feet in the gaps. And uh, pitches up high, ball three. And uh, just a beautiful setting. Beautiful night for baseball here, about mid-60s at game time. Curious to see if Coach sends Brock here on a little 3-2 count. Brown steps back in. Here's the 3-2. And there goes the base runner. And that pitches up high, ball four. So back-to-back walks by Stevie Wilson. Remember, he's only walked seven the entire year, and he gives up a couple here in the inning. You know, that's the one thing about California pitchers when they come to this altitude. Their breaking ball isn't as sharp and not enough, not a ton of movement on their fastball that they're used to getting in California. I mean, you saw the way the ball moved in, uh, in Malibu this last weekend, and even the Bay Area, it's the same way, very similar. And they come to Utah, and the fastball flattens out a little bit and can't quite command it. So, well, and, and I think they pitch a little scared. They're, they do. They, they, they do, You know, yeah. they hear all these stories about elevation. Yeah. And... Uh, you know, the Cougar Field used to be a home run hitter's ballpark. It's yeah, not anymore. It's not. And uh, so I think they come in and and uh, maybe aren't quite as confident on the hill as Kringland steps in. First pitch, Keaton bunts the ball right out in front of the uh, home plate, and Kringland is thrown out. Great bunt by Kringland. Third baseman was coming in, so there was no one there to cover the bag. He wanted to throw to third, but the third baseman was about halfway into home plate. Yeah, which if the third baseman would have been there, he'd have been out. No doubt ball was only about three feet in front of home plate. If the third baseman had gotten a better read or read it better, yeah. the Cougars, uh, I'm sure they would have uh, forced the guy at third. Yeah, that's tough for a third baseman because in the bunt cover that they had on there, he's the one that's supposed to field that ball down the line, so he doesn't want to get cut off guard, and it's kind of got he got in no man's land. Favero now steps in with runners at second and third, and the first pitch to Nate's over for a strike. Nate Favero's been swinging a pretty hot bat. He's raised his average to 243 on the year. Has 14 RBIs. Had a good series down at Pepperdine last weekend. And here's the 0-1 to Favero. That ball's grounded foul down the third base side. Yeah, he had a fantastic series in, in uh, Malibu last weekend. Really, that's when he just, I mean, two of the three games, I think he had multi-hit games, and every ball he was hitting was hitting hard. So... Good to see him start to get rolling. It was Tuckett's first experience at Malibu, and he's learned one thing. He needs to bring an extra coat. Yes, more layers. 0-2 <laughs> the count to Favero. That's outside for a ball. Yeah, it was a little bit uh, breezy, and that little uh, marine layer was with us the entire weekend. And yes, it, was, it, was. it was kind of a cool weekend down there. One ball, two strikes to Nate Favero. Here's Wilson's pitch, and Favero pops it up. Be playable by the second baseman, Austin Ray, as he makes the play for the out right off the handle of Favero's bat. And Wilson gets him to pop up, and that will bring uh, Perns to the plate. Big at right, bat right here for Jarrett Perns, and he's been up to it this year in this situation. Yeah, he really has. Tough one there for Favero. Got a pitch up and in that he wasn't able to get extended on and got jammed on and popped it up, but Steve Perns here can... And back him up here and find a way to get a hit. Pern steps in, hitting 377 on the year. And the first pitch to 
Jared Perns a swing and a miss for strike one, 91 on the fastball there by Wilson. That looked like that ball might have been running away from Perns. Outfielders have kind of scooted in with Perns up, and he's actually got a little bit of pop. No balls and a strike. And here's the pitch to Jared Perns. That's high and outside for ball one. Coach Mike Littlewood in his sixth year for the Cougars down in the third base coaching box. Uh, Trent Pratt down patrolling first base. And uh, Brent Herring, Jeremy Thomas on the bench. Tuckett Slate up here doing the radio with me. And here's the 1-1 pitch to Perns. A swing and a miss at a slider. 1-2. and two. Perns way out in front of that one. Yeah, really good sharp pitch right there. Boy, an opportunity right here for the Cougars. That's where they've really struggled this last uh, few weeks. Coming up with that big base hit. One and two. And here is Wilson's pitch. That's swung on and missed. Pitch down in the dirt. Perns goes down on strikes. And the Cougars retired. No runs, hits, or errors. Two men left on base. We are through two now. No score. BYU and Santa Clara on your BYU Baseball Radio Network. Hey, Cougar Nation. It's Daniel Schneeman, shortstop at BYU, and you're listening to the New Skin BYU Sports Network. Back here, Jordan Woods' first pitch, swing and a miss by Jake McNichols. He's the catcher. He's a sophomore out of Napa, California. Big kid, 6'2", 205-pounder. And the 0-1, that ball's hammered to left. Pringlin going over a couple of steps. He got there, and it popped out of his glove. Keaton got a good read on that ball and just came over, and he just popped out of his glove. That's yeah, an error all the way. Definitely did. Ball should be caught. Sinking a little bit, but uh, a tough one there. No, Keaton hasn't been out there. The sun, not really, I don't think, an issue. He's got the sunglasses down, but pretty, pretty much a cloudy day. I'm not sure if he... Uh, might have lost that. It's been a month since he's been out there. Yeah, in, definitely In game has. competition. Yeah. First air of the ball game, and that will bring Grant Malin to the plate. And he squares the bunt and takes that pitch on the outside corner for a strike. Rusty Filter uh, in the dugout as the head coach. Hitters look over their shoulder at uh, Filter and get their uh, signs. And here is the 0-1 to, May- to Malin. That ball is punted, fouled straight back, 0-2 the count. Malin, a senior out of Concord, California, 221 hitter. Yeah, you get to these bottom three hitters, 207, 221, and 188. Yeah, that's why they're doing whatever they can to try to get guys in the corner position and see if they can get hit. No balls and two strikes to the left-handed hitting left fielder. Third inning, no score, BYU and Santa Clara from Larry Miller Field here in Provo. And here's the 0-2 pitch from Jordan Wood. A little bit low for a ball. Cougars lead the series all-time against Santa Clara, 16 wins, 9 losses. They swept the Broncos last year down in Santa Clara. Santa Clara, a great little ballpark on their campus. Yeah, it really is. I like that field a lot. I love their press box. Great place to broadcast a game. You're just kind of perched right over, almost right over the top of home plate. He tries wow. to bunt it, fouls it off. Boy, 
The bad thing about that, if you're going to bunt with two strikes, make sure it's a strike. That yeah, ball looked like it was it about was. shoulder high, and he went after it. Uh, it was in the other batter's box that he went after. <laughs> Pull that back. He's talking to the head coach right now about that. Austin Reyes, of course, with two strikes, you're a little antsy up there, and he just went after it. Should have let that ball uh, go as Ray is a 188 hitter. He's a junior out of Huntington Beach, California. First pitch is over for a strike. Ray is this year 69 at bats. Has 13 hits, four doubles, and seven RBIs. Top of the order on deck. There goes the runner. That ball hit out toward uh, Kringlin and left going over. Keaton's going to get there and make this catch. A little tougher play, and uh, Kringlin may be able to make that baguette. So two men out, top yeah, of the order coming up. He'll make every ball he possibly can from here on out because he's one of those guys that he takes that personal. He loves his defense, and he thinks he's a really good defender, which he is. And, you know, he's been hampered by that hamstring, but he takes it personal, which is why I love him and takes a lot of pride in being good at what he does. Joe Beck steps in. He singled his first time up and then was caught stealing. Santa Clara now 28 out of 51 in stolen base opportunities. There's a great bunt down the third baseline. Noel Hill picks it up, throws the first, in time for the out. Great play by Hill as he got the runner by about a quarter of a step at first base. The Broncos are retired here in the inning. No runs, no hits, one air, one man left. We're through two and a half, no score. Broncos and Cougars on your new skin BYU Sports Network. We are back here. Got him. Ball's in his glove there. Seeing the replay, Noah Hill got him by about a, a shoelace right there. Great play by Hill. I didn't think he had this. a shot. Like you yeah. said, I didn't think he had a shot at it. Noah Hill steps in after you make a great defensive play. You always lead off the next inning. Yes, you do. As Noah comes to the plate, Stevie Wilson's first pitch is over for a strike, 91 on the fastball. I think Wilson's been as much as 92 in the game. Cougars usually a very good fastball hitting team. That's yeah. what they're known to do. I know the Pepperdine guys were saying, you're not going to see anything but sliders, and that's about all we saw down there. It definitely was. Frustrating, that's for sure. One ball and one strike to Noah Hill. Pitch to Hill is outside, ball two. 36 now on the pitch count by uh, Stevie Wilson. So the Cougars are driving that up a little bit. Most of that happened in the second inning as Wilson walked a couple of batters. Neal hits this one. Third baseman uh, snags it, throws a little bit high, and the first baseman uh, comes by and swipes and makes the tag on Hill. So one, one man out for the Cougars. 5-3 put out if you're scoring at home. And that will bring uh, Brennan Anderson to the plate. DeCochet kind of had to short hop that ball. Had plenty of time, but just threw a little bit high. First pitch to Anderson's over for a strike. Started Brennan off with a breaking pitch. And here is Wilson's pitch. Another curveball, another strike. 0-2. He's got a lot of confidence in that pitch. He throws it hard, about 80, 82 miles an hour. 
Here's the 0-2. Outside. 93 on that fastball. So a ball and two strikes to Anderson, who uh, flew out to right field his first time up. Pitch just off the plate. Ball two. Wilson thought he had him struck out there. That was a close pitch. 2-2. Here's the pitch. Anderson, another fly ball to right field. Right fielder coming in a few steps. He's there and will make the catch for out number two. Cougars are looking for their first base hit of the ballgame. There's only been one hit. That was by the leadoff uh, hitter for Santa Clara. And Schneeman steps in. Schneeman struck out his first time up. Wilson with one or two strikeouts in this appearance, and the first pitch is over for a strike. Kind of pitching backward here today, starting yeah. or this inning, starting everybody out with curveballs. Second time through the order, just going backwards. Here's the 0-1 to Schneeman. That ball hit hard right at the first baseman. He'll snag it, step on the bag, and the Cougars are retired easily here in the third. We're through three, no score. Santa Clara and BYU on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. BYU Baseball is brought to you by Lube Duck. Quick oil change, emissions, and inspections. Now let's take you out to the ballpark with Brent Norton. Go to the fourth inning, scoreless Santa Clara and BYU. As the uh, Broncos with one hit, Cougars with no hits through the first three, and the first pitch from Jordan Wood is outside to DeCochea. He is the third baseman. DeCochea was hit by a pitch his last time up. That pitch is a little bit outside for ball two. DeCochea, 292 average. He's batting from the right side for the Broncos. And the pitch is over for a strike, two and one. The sun has now come out, so Kringlin now and Schneeman both will be battling that sun. Yes, they will. Here's a 2-1 pitch. A little bit low for ball three. Jordan Woods, 6'3", 190, junior, out of uh, Friendswood, Texas. 3-1 pitch. That ball is grounded fair down the first baseline. That'll be in for extra bases. Brock Hale picks it up, gets it in. That will be a double for DeCochea to lead off the fourth inning. Boy, just inside the bag. Yeah, just I think it went right over the bag. Wow, great. Great piece of hitting right there, inside out, hitting right there where nobody's at. I thought he might actually try for a triple there. He's got good speed. Smart decision, though. I mean, no outs. He can't get thrown out at third. Brock got there quickly, got the ball back in. So a leadoff double, and Jake Brote, who flew out to right field, his first time up will come to the plate against uh, Jordan Wood. Brote steps in, and here is the pitch from uh, Jordan Wood. It's a little bit outside for ball one. Yeah, you know they're not going to ask this guy to bunt. That's just not what he's up there for. Other games this weekend, all starting tomorrow, uh, Pacific's at Pepperdine, LMU at San Diego, San Francisco and St. Mary's Portland at Gonzaga. In the conference. Here's the 1-0 pitch. Big swing and a miss at a slow curveball. 
So a lot of teams are in the same position as Santa Clara and BYU here with either five or six losses. A lot of teams feeling that same kind of pressure that they've got to they've got to put a little bit of a winning streak together, or get hot. Yeah, definitely. Great league this year. A lot of parity. Here's the 1-1. Ball grounded foul down the third base side. Brot uh, has 29 strikeouts this year and 108 at-bats. That's kind of what you would expect out of a big power yeah, guy. For sure. Here's the 1-2. Ball fouled back into the screen. So the count remains at one ball and two strikes on a beautiful evening for baseball here in Provo. Oh, it's gorgeous out there. Good temperature, high 50s. Sun has come out, and uh, Kringland and Sneeman are out there wishing the sun would go away. Yeah. Very tough time of the day to play defense here. Brot uh, checks his swing on a slider off the plate, and the count uh, evens up at two balls, two strikes. That's a good one-two pitch right there. That's where you want him to throw that and make him chase. Now you go to whatever you want here. Two balls, two strikes, the count. Decochet at... uh, Second base after the leadoff double. And now uh, Jordan Wood will step off the mound. Kind of gather himself with uh, Broad at the plate. Evan Haberley is on deck. And here is Wood's 2-2 pitch. Curveball swing and a miss. Good pitch there. Again, off the plate, but Broke went after this one, one man out. Yeah, really, really good pitch there by Wood. Everly steps in. He grounded out to the first baseman, Brian Sue, his first time up. Everly out of Beaverton, Oregon, another one of those seniors. It's kind of the mainstream of this team. And the first pitch from Jordan Wood popped up. Shallow right field. Anderson going out. Brandon able to make the catch over his shoulder. Great play by Anderson. And he just kept going. Normally, you know, it's a second baseman. You're kind of looking around, looking for the the outfielder. But Anderson just went after it the entire way and made the old Willie Mays catch over his shoulder. It was, yeah, fantastic. He ran right to the spot. It was a fantastic play by our senior leader right there in Anderson. Great job. Two men out. And that will bring John Cresto to the plate. He popped up to uh, Sue his first time up. Don't forget double header tomorrow here at uh, 2 o'clock and 6 o'clock. Due to the forecasted rain on Saturday, they moved the Saturday game up. Uh, and we'll be playing a double header here tomorrow. We'll have both those for you here on uh, BYU Radio and uh, ESPN 960. Cresto, the uh, junior out of Encinitas, California, 6'3", 225-pounder. Checked his swing but went around one and one. Cresto really struggling with that slider right now by 
Jordan, what as we mentioned, uh, Cresto was the starting third baseman last year, but he's uh, starting in center field here tonight. Yeah, he had a couple of home runs against us at their place, but the lead was so far ahead that it really didn't matter in, in that series. Yeah, you knew this team always had it offensively. It was um, just a matter of pitching. Swing and a miss. Again, slider and Cresto. I don't think he has a, an idea about that pitch right now. Yeah. hasn't taken a, a good swing at that pitch, and he uh, popped up to Sue his first time up. Yeah, he's not seeing that pitch well at all right now. I think you might see that slider again. Cresto steps back in. And here's Wood's pitch, and there it is again, and Cresto strikes out. Ball dropped by Noah Hill, throws the first for the out. And the leadoff double goes for not. A couple of strikeouts in the inning by Wood. We're through three and a half. No score, Santa Clara and BYU. On your new skin, BYU Sports Network. Cougars will lead off the bottom of the fourth with uh, Brian Sue. First pitch to Brian is over for a strike. Sue grounded out to the second baseman his first time up there. Cougars still looking for their first base hit. As Stevie Wilson has shut down this attack. There's a bunt at the plate. Went down and hit Sue on the foot. So a dead ball and the count now 0-2 on Brian. Good idea. He would have caught the third baseman playing back. Would have had a hit there. Now you got to find a way to battle with two strikes. Again, 0-2. That's down low. One ball and two strikes. So Jordan Wood has given up a couple of hits. Got a couple of guys stealing. And in the last inning, worked out of a guy at second base with nobody out jam and came through with a couple of strikeouts to end the inning as Sue swings and misses. And Sue goes down on strikes for out number one. Brian doesn't strike out very much. No, he doesn't. Just tells you how good a pitcher can be when you have, you know, your 89 to 93 type guy that can throw a breaking ball for a strike, it makes it tough on hitters because you just you really can't sit on one pitch because he can throw the other one for a strike and get you off balance and make it tough for you. Brock Hale steps in, first pitch over for a strike, and Brock has not seen a fastball yet. No, he hasn't. Walked him in the uh, second inning, and he starts him out with a slider there for a strike. Here's a fastball that's off the plate. So one and one the count to the Cougar right fielder, Hale. And here's the pitch to Brock Hale popped up, you know, just like uh, down the uh, first base side out of play, just like uh, the Cougars with Cresto and and uh, Brot. You know, Santa Clara's got a big circle around Bro- Brock do. Hale's name yeah. saying, don't let him beat you. Exactly. One ball, two strikes. Inside for a ball, two and two. Hale, the senior out of Mesa, steps back in. And the pitch. Curveball swung on and missed. Two strikeouts in the inning by BYU. And that will bring uh, Jake Brown to the plate. Hell swung and missed at the slider. It was a strike. Yeah, it was. 
So Brown coming to the plate for BYU. He walked his first time up. And here's the pitch from Wilson, and that's over for a strike at uh, 93. Up below 52 on the pitch count now for Wilson. Boy, come back with a change at 80, and uh, Brown swings and misses. Pretty tough. You can tell that Stevie Wilson is all that he's up to be right here. He's a good pitcher. He's dealing it right now. 0-2 pitch. That's down low, 1-2. and two. We're in the bottom of the fourth here, BYU and Santa Clara. No score. And here's the 1-2 again. That ball's fouled out of play by Brown over near the Cougar bullpen area. Cougars have got their home whites on here today. Santa Clara with their road uh, gray uniforms. Cougars down the third baseline, and the uh, Broncos down the first base side. Last weekend, we saw it turned around. Pepperdine's uh, dugout is on the first base side. We don't see that very often. Yeah, definitely strange. I was I always wonder why they did that in the first place. More sun to get in the dugout, less sun. I don't know. <laughs> Different. View of the ocean. That ball is swinging a miss by Brown. He strikes out. And Wilson strikes out the side here in the fourth. We're through four complete now. No score. Santa Clara and BYU on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. What's up, BYU fans? This is second baseman Brennan Anderson, and you're here listening on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Matt Smithwick munts the ball out in front of home plate. Noah Hill up and throws the first in time for the out again. You could see Noah telling Wood to get out of his way. He picked yep. it up and had the momentum and made a good quick throw to first base to get the leadoff hitter. Yeah, he's feeling it out there. He's bouncing around like a cat and making great throws. Good play, Noah. Talked about that with Coach Littlewood. Noah's confidence as a catcher just seems like as he's hitting the ball a little better and getting back there a little more, he's, uh, he's looking uh, much better defensively. Jake McNichol steps in. First pitch over for a strike. In a game like this, you're going to see guys bunting like that, trying to, you know, get on base however they can. Here's the 0-1. That's outside. A ball and a strike. We are in the top of the fifth inning here. No score. BYU and Santa Clara. And here's the 1-1 pitch. Ball hit pretty well. Right center field. That ball's going to drop in. Up against the wall, Perns picks it up, and McNichols hitting 207 on the year. Just put a charge into that one. Yeah, I got a fastball elevated, and great swing to it. Right center, one hopper off the wall. That was hit very well, close to 400 feet as it came up and off the wall. McNichols, 32 strikeouts on the year, but uh, you'd never know it from that swing. Yeah, good swing. Hearns got the ball back in quickly and held him to a double, and that will bring uh, Grant Malin to the plate. He struck out his first time up. Third hit by Santa Clara. And the pitch to Malin is over for a strike. Malin struck out trying to bunt it, a third, uh, third strike. Fouled it off. I mentioned Malin, one of the seniors out of Concord, California. 
And here is the 0-1 pitch. Down low for a ball. Sun uh, really continuing to... Schneeman's out of the way now. The shade over him, but uh, Kringlin and and Perns both in the outfield as well as... uh, See Brock Hill out there in right shading his eyes. More from the angle there. Pitch is over for a strike off speed. Yeah, that, that angle just gives you a glare right in the corner of your eye with that sun. Which might cause it to be an issue getting a read off the bat right away. One ball, two strikes. As Malin will step back in, Wood from the stretch, and here's the pitch up high, two and two. A little 94 there trying to blow it by him. Jordan feeling a little adrenaline there as we've seen him uh, this year. I think his uh, two outings ago he went 115 pitches. Found a horse force this year. Good strong arm, and, and uh, I think he's been better than Coach Littlewood could have hoped. Here's a 2-2 pitch as Wood has been a really a number one guy out there in all aspects of the game. Pitches outside ball three. Jordan battled injuries his first couple of years and has come back strong. Yeah, it's good to see him healthy and competing and having fun out there on the mound. Three and two as Malin, the left-hander, steps back in. Here's the pitch. Ball hit out to Anderson. He's got it on two hops. He'll throw to first base for the out. Runner moves up to third. So two men out. Number nine hitter Austin Reyes will come to the plate. He flew out to left field his first time up. Hit it pretty well. Kringlin had to go over into the alley and make the catch. Yeah, great change up there by Wood on the, on the full count. That's tough. If you're... If that starting pitcher gets to a full count and you know he's got 94 and he can trust to go to a changeup on that, it makes it really tough on a hitter, especially because it would have been a strike if he didn't swing at it. Two men out, runner at third base, and Reyes coming to the plate. Here's Wood's first pitch. That's down low for ball one. Started Reyes out with a uh, off-speed pitch. It was off the plate. Wood working from the stretch. We'll look at the runner at third base. And here is the 1-1 pitch. That pitch is down low for ball two. Great job by Noah Hill right there, getting around that ball to block that slider running away. And right here, you got to come back and throw a strike with Becht, one of their better hitters on deck, their leadoff guy that's got a hit today. Yeah, you want to go get this guy. This is the matchup you want right here. Here's the 2-0 pitch to Reyes. And that's over for a strike, 2-1. and one. Two and one the count. Wood from the stretch. Here's the pitch. Two and two the count. Fastball on the outside corner. So Wood uh, trying to work his way out of another little jam here in the uh, fifth as he did in the fourth. 
And Reyes steps back in. Here's the pitch. Up high, gets away from the catcher, and the runner is going to score. The pitch that was up high glanced off the glove of the catcher, Noah Hill. That's one he should have. Yeah, he's got to catch that ball. And the count now three and two. Big mistake right there for the Cougars. Boy, those are just the little things that have been happening this year, especially the last three or four weeks. 3-2 pitch popped up foul out of play. Santa Clara on the board. They lead one to nothing. pitch. Ball fouled off again. Good battle here. Reyes, a 188 hitter. He's a junior out of Huntington Beach. Here's the pitch. That's on the check swing. They say he did go around for call strike three. So the Cougars give up a run on a hit. No errors. Nobody left on. We're through four and a half. One nothing. Santa Clara over BYU on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. Keith Kringland steps in for the Cougars. He will lead it off here in the bottom of the fifth. Santa Clara leading one to nothing. And Stevie Wilson's first pitch is a curveball down low, ball one. Well, this has been an old-fashioned pitcher's duel so far here. Really Jordan has. Wood. Not sure if they went wild pitcher pass ball on that run that scored, but uh, whatever it was, it shouldn't happen. Cougars uh, gave up that run. Then he strikes out Reyes to end the inning. Two balls, no strikes to Kringlin. He uh, had a sacrifice bunt his first time up. Fastball over for a strike. Wilson had a good inning last inning. Struck out the side. Sue, Hale, and Brown. Yeah, just sharp last inning. Pitch to Kringlin, fouled off. And the count now two and two. Kringlin, Favero, and Perns up here in the inning for BYU. As they look to climb their way back into this ballgame, they're down by a run. Kringlin swings and misses. That's four straight by Wilson. And that'll bring Favero to the plate. Nate uh, popped up to the first baseman, his or second baseman, his first time up there. We are in the bottom of the fifth inning here in Provo. With the Broncos leading the Cougars. As Favero fouls one down the first base side. Burns is uh, in the on-deck circle for BYU. On a day that's gotten better as the day's progressed here. Pitches over for a strike, 0-2. That's a beautiful night right now. Boy, Wilson, you can see, just gotten more confidence. Got the same type of velocity. He's uh, in a real comfort zone out there. 0-2 pitch down low, 1-2. Santa Clara, 15 wins, 11 losses as uh, Favero fouls that pitch off. Favero, a huge series last year down at Santa Clara. 
Had multiple home runs and really swung the bat well. That's a good yard. Good hitter's yard, it seems like to me. Yeah, for sure. He was fantastic last year at Santa Clara. Ball carries well as Favero swing. Foul tips it back into the catcher's glove. Five straight by Wilson. And that will bring Perns to the plate. It's funny. Wilson only had uh, two strikeouts through the first three innings, and now he's put uh, five straight together. So seven is... Hearn swings and misses, 0-1. Yeah, well, he's just got it going right now. He is confident. He looks like a dominant ace and just fantastic right now. Anything he wants, he's throwing and where. Fastball up high. A ball and a strike. Burns steps back in. And Burns a little looper right at the shortstop. He'll make the catch for the out. And the Cougars retired again in order here in the fifth. No runs, hits, or errors. We're through five. Complete one nothing. Santa Clara over BYU. On your new skin, BYU Sports Network. BYU Baseball is brought to you by Lube Duck. Quick oil change, emissions, and inspections. Now let's take you out to the ballpark with Brent Norton. Go to the top of the sixth inning. Santa Clara leading BYU one to nothing. Joe Beck. The leadoff hitter in this uh, lineup will step in. He is one for two today. First pitch is a little bit outside. Ball one. Beck uh, singled up the middle his first time up and then tried to bun his way out. Thought he had a base hit. And Noah Hill bounced out from behind the plate, threw him out. There's a ground ball out to uh, Anderson. He'll throw the ball to Wood. Good play by Wood. Got there at the bag. And in time for the throw. That's a tough play for a second baseman to make that throw to the pitcher. Normally it's always the first baseman making that play. Well, and the umpire umpire had to go around Sue to try to get the angle. And that was just a crazy-looking play all the way around. Good play, though. Great job by Wood to get to the bag. One man out. And the Bronco third baseman steps in. First pitch, pop foul, out of play. No balls and a strike. DeCochea takes that one over for a strike. 0-2. Santa Clara with uh, three hits in the ball game. Scored one run in the last inning. There's a swing and a miss by DeCochea. He strikes out, throw to first for the... Has uh, popped out of Hill's glove. Two men down. Yeah, and that bo- will bring uh, Broke to the plate. Both guys on the mound right now are just ultra confident in all their stuff. Kind of a fun, but not so fun game to watch. I like offense, but uh, pitcher's duel for sure. Broke 0 for 2 in the day. He flew out to right and has struck out in the game. Five strikeouts now by Wood. Does not a walk to batter. And the first pitch to Jake Brote is up a little bit high for ball one. 92 on that fastball from Jordan Wood. Here's the one. Oh, the ball grounded hard down to Favero. Long throw. And that is in time for the out. Great play by Favero. He had to go deep into the down the line. It's a really good play by Nate. Broncos retired in order. 
We're through five and a half. One nothing. Broncos over the Cougars on your new skin BYU Sports Network. Noah Hill steps in. First pitch outside ball one. Hill grounded out to the third baseman. Kokoshea, his uh, first time up there. Noah comes in with a 355 batting average. Been really hot the last three or four games he's had to start. Really has, and Cougs just need a hit right now. That's the just need a hit, get things going. Got to get a base runner here. Here's the one-one to Hill. That's down low. Noah now uh, 31 at bats, has 11 hits. Couple of RBIs. Those both came uh, down at uh, Pepperdine last weekend. And here's the 2-1 pitch. He'll pass the pitcher right at the second baseman. He's got it. And he'll throw Hill out for out number one. Brennan Anderson steps in. There have been uh, two walks in this game. That's been the only base runners the Cougars have had. They came back-to-back to lead off the second. Yeah. He's been dialed in since that point. Pitches outside. They Kringlin sacrificed those two guys up. And then Favero popped up, and Pern struck out to end the inning. And really the only chance the Cougars have had to score is Anderson, a big swing and a miss for a strike. Brennan's flown uh, out twice, both times to the right fielder. And here's the pitch from Wilson, and that's fouled out of play. Off the right field side. Four-man crew here. Here's the one-two. Strike three called inside corner. Fastball, two men out. And Schneeman will come up. Yeah, really good fastball right there on the inner half, right on the black. Good pitch. Good pitch. Looked like a strike on the replay. And the first pitch to Schneeman is a little bit low for ball one. Here's the one. Oh, that's outside. Pitches outside for ball three. So a two-man out. He goes 3-0 and on Schneeman, who is 0-2, a strikeout and a ground out. On deck is uh, Brian Sue. And here's the 3-0 pitch, and that's up high. So Schneeman, first base runner since the second inning for BYU, and now Sue will step in. Wilson takes a walk off the back of the mound, has a little chat with himself. Yeah, he wasn't really even close there. As sharp as he had been, he uh, he was not sharp at all right there. Very locked in until Schneeman came to the plate. Yeah. Now McNichols, the catcher out, to talk to Wilson. Well, here's hoping that uh, Sue can split a gap here and Schneeman can yeah. score and make that walk hurt. Two men out, catcher uh, back to the plate. And Sue will come up. 
So grounded out and has struck out in the game. And here is Wilson with a runner at first base. Neiman, good speed there as uh, Snoo, Sue fouls that one straight back into the screen. Yeah, good aggressive hack there by Sue. Brian Sue, the junior out of San Ramon, California. Will step back in. And a throw to first. Neiman scampers back into the bag. Cougars, uh, three base runners. They've all been walks. We talked about Wilson's only walked seven the entire year. He's, he's walked three here tonight. But he's been so good to the other yeah, hitters. You'd think you could. I mean, if you, I told you you'd walk three through the first five innings, you'd probably say, hey, you know, we got probably yeah. have the lead, probably have a few yeah, runs. Exactly. But he's been so good, especially with bases loaded or uh, bases, uh, guys on base. Here's the 1 1 to Sue, and that ball's ripped right field, base hit. First hit of the night. Sneeman's going to come around to third base. And the Cougars with runners at the corners, two men out. And Brock Hale coming to the plate. Yeah, really good swing there by Sue. Got a fastball over the plate and just drove it the other way. Hey, and the hit's there. The no-hitter's gone. So now it's relaxed here. You got, you got your really good hitter in Brock coming up and got a chance to tie this game, if not take the lead. Sneeman, good job advancing to third base on that base hit. And Brock Hale, who has walked and struck out in the game, will... Come up. This would be a place where I'd like Brock just to slap it in the forehole with as far as that second baseman is yeah. playing up the middle. And he, he can do that. He when sure he goes can. the other way, his yeah. his batting average, he goes from about a 250 hitter to a 350 hitter. He really does. Wilson from the stretch, runners at the corners, two men out. And the pitch to Hale is a curveball down low, ball one. Santa Clara with uh, a pitcher now starting to warm. That's 88 pitches now by Wilson. That's hard to believe. As good as he's been, he's up in the almost 90 pitches here in the sixth. There's a, another curveball. This one drops in for a strike. And again, uh, I'm sure they're protecting him a little bit. They I mean, definitely they, they got are, yeah. Very careful coming off Tommy John. Yeah, and that's uh, Lex out there. At 19, Lex, he's the closer. He is throwing. And here is the 1-1 pitch. That's outside. Boy, Sue took off like he was going to go and kind of froze. I'm surprised the catcher didn't throw it down yeah, there. definitely. He was about 30 feet off the bag and looking right into the catcher. Catcher had the ball and didn't make the move to throw. I'm not sure if... Uh, not sure what Sue was doing there. Yeah, Normally, I mean, you, you might take off, but you got to get back quick. Yeah. Two balls and a strike. Moved to third, then looks back at first. Uh, that's something that you can't do in ma- the major leagues now, but you can do in uh, amateur baseball. Keep waiting for y- the year they're going to get rid of that. And now uh, Rusty Filter, the head coach. Now, this guy's been a pitching coach. He, he played at San Diego State in 90. And, uh, was he a pitcher? He was a pitcher. 
finished in 90 and uh, has been a longtime pitching coach at San Diego State, as we've mentioned. Uh, he was the mentor of Steven Strasburg, went to Stanford, did his magic there. Stanford always has a great staff, and now here at Santa Clara, and he's out there having a long talk with uh, Stevie Wilson. Yeah, mostly I think they're just trying to get their guy going because they know that he's, he's getting close to his pitch count here. I really thought, I thought the coach uh, Filter had a shot to get that Stanford job after a long-time head coach there, retired. I think he did too, but uh, they didn't go that direction. And uh, the coach, I think he came over from Cal. Yeah, he did. The new Stanford coach. He, did. he brought his pitching coach with him, so Filter looking for a place and landed not too far away. Two balls and a strike to uh, Brock Hale. And here's the pitch. Hale pops it up over down the first baseline. First baseman going over foul territory. Looks up and just out of his reach. Boy, was that just out of his reach. It was about a foot away from him being able to make the catch. It landed foul in out-of-play territory, and he leaned over the wall and just about made the play. Two balls and two strikes. Hill, a walk and a strikeout. Opportunity right here for Brock. He's going to go with a slider here, I bet. No doubt. Two and two, and Brock's got to be thinking the same thing. Yep, take it the other way, Brock. And here is the 2-2 pitch. Now now stepped off the the mound, uh, Wilson. Wilson now up to 91 pitches in his outing. And Brock Hale steps back in. Here's the pitch. That's way outside ball three. And again, Wilson, he's aware of Hale, as we've mentioned. He's the one guy that they don't want to beat you. So he's being pretty careful here. He really is. Jake Brown is on deck, the lefty. It's interesting, though. His misses this inning have been bad misses when he's been so sharp. Again, I'm... Looks at third, and then over his shoulder at first, no throw made. Good speed on the bases. Sneeman and Sue both run very well. Three and two the count. And here is the pitch to Brock Hale. Ball hit hard. Shortstop. I can't get it. Cougars score a run. Brock Hale with a big two-out RBI single. Cougars again with runners at the corners and a big at bat right there for the Cougar senior, Brock Hill. Yeah, he got the fastball, 90-mile-an-hour fastball on the outer half that Brock did a good job of not trying to pull it and just hit it back up the middle just out of the reach of the shortstop. And big clutch two-out hit there to tie this game up. Shortstop had Hale played so far over in that six-hole when it was first hit, but then you, you look up and you see the shortstop, and that's going to be it for Stevie Wilson. We'll take a two-minute break. Be back with a new pitcher for Santa Clara on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. Well, the Cougars have tied it up. A two-out walk, a single by Sue, a single by Hale, and they knock Stevie Wilson. Not only does that tie the game up, but it knocks Stevie Wilson out of the ballgame. So that is huge. Eric Lex coming in. He is the closer for Santa Clara. And you, you can see the importance Rusty Fielder's putting on this game when yeah. he brings his closer in here yeah. in the sixth inning. Absolutely. 
And Jake Brown steps in for the Cougars. Brown has walked and struck out in the game. Lex, the right-hander, reliever in, and the first pitch is down low, ball one. Yeah, I mean, that's what you're supposed to do against an ace is you just keep the game close to where you get to the bullpen, and then you can hammer the bullpen. So a couple of big hits there by the Cougs. Eric Lex, 6'2", 205-pound junior. Pitch to Brown is outside for a ball, 2-0. Yeah, Lex was a starter his freshman year. They ran him out there every game on Thursday or Friday for those guys. He's two wins, three losses. This is his 16th appearance. Got an ERA over six. Brown checks his swing and foul tips it at the plate. I'm not sure if that was a strike or not. That's close. But the count goes to two and one. Luckily, they just fouled straight back, though. You'd hate to lose an at-bat in this situation by a, a check swing and ball in play. Eric Lex, 19 innings pitch, giving up 22 hits. Has 28 strikeouts in those 19 innings. Opponents hitting 275 off the right-hander. And here's the pitch to Brown and a swing and a miss at 92. And the count evens up at two balls and two strikes. Cougars have tied it up here, 2-2. This has all happened with two men out. Stevie Wilson was cruising. Got Hill on a ground out, struck out Anderson. A walk to Sneeman on four pitches and then two consecutive hits. And the Cougars finally on the board. Only five hits in the game between the two teams. And here's the pitch to Brown. That's up high for ball three. Now the runner at second, first base goes to second. Cougars put the double steal on and the uh, catcher came up, faked the ball to second. And then through to third. Yeah, trying to steal a run there with, with, with two strikes and two outs. But uh, Santa Clara did a really good job of defending that. Hey, now you got two guys in scoring yeah. position, so a single. Make them pay right yeah, here. Yeah, absolutely. Three balls, two strikes to Brown. Open stance to the plate for the sophomore. And here's Lex's pitch. That's down low, ball four. Wow. Great job by the catcher, Mark Nichols. Unbelievable job. Get in front of that pitch. It was destined for the, the screen. And Kringland steps in with bases loaded. That's a great block by the catcher that saved a run. That ball was a 54-footer right there. Keaton steps in. He has a sacrifice bunt and a strikeout in tonight's game. He likes these type of pitchers, fastball guys. Here's the pitch from Lex. And Kringlin, a swing and a miss. At 90 miles an hour, and now the catcher, Mac Nichols, is going to go out. I think he might have got crossed up on that fastball. Yes, he did. Kringlin took a healthy hack at it, but it almost chested the catcher. Yeah, I was say, it yeah. almost looked like he caught it in the protector. Yeah. Fortunate bounce there for Santa Clara. Mostly, usually when you get crossed up, it ends up getting to the backstop. Well, Kringlin will step back in. Owen won the count. And here's the pitch to Keaton, and that is on the inside corner for a strike at 92. So Kringlin has fallen behind in the count with the bases loaded. And Eric Lex, a long look in, has got the sign. 
And here is the pitch. That's up high. Well, he hasn't showed anything else yet. He's just been going straight fastball here, which in the back of your mind as a hitter, you think dead red, but then all of a sudden he spins one over there and you haven't seen it and can throw you off. But I'm Keaton. I'm looking fastball here and trying to hit it right back up the middle. One and two. Pitch to Kringlin. Swinging a miss. Kringlin goes down on strikes. Big strike out there. Left fielder Kringlin. Cougars score one run. They get that one run on two hits. No errors. Three big runners left on. We're through six. 1-1. Santa Clara and BYU on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. Hey, Cougar fans. This is outfielder Brock Hale. You're listening to BYU Baseball on new skin, BYU Sports Network. Evan Haberly is the hitter. First pitch outside, ball one. Haberly 0 for 2 today, a pop-up and a ground out. Pitch is fouled up and out of play. 1-1 the score as we play the top of the seventh inning here in Provo. Stevie Wilson was knocked out in the bottom of the sixth after he crossed the 90 pitch count. We weren't sure what that count was, but it had to be right about 90. Here's the 1-1 pitch. Foul ball out of play. Kringlin struck out with the bases loaded. Cougars had a golden opportunity to take the lead there in the bottom of the inning, and Eric Lex, the closer for Santa Clara, after uh, giving up a walk, struck out Kringlin. Well, and that's why you bring your guy in in that situation. You know it's a big time in the game, and you got to find a way to get him out now. Here's Jordan Woods' 1-2 pitch. Ball grounded, foul down the third base side. Wood now uh, just over the 80 pitch count at 81. A ball and two strikes. Like we said, we've seen Jordan go 115, 120 pitches in an outing. So he's got a couple of good innings left in him. Pitches up a little bit high, ball two. Yeah, just missed up. Here's Wood from the windup. 2-2 pitch. Ball hit very well. Brock Hale came in a couple of steps and had to retreat a couple. Made the catch for the out. Ball hit well right at him, though. Tough play. Those are those are the worst for the outfielders. It's so tough. It's like a deer in headlights. It you really just is. freeze until really you get is. a little better feel for yeah. where, that's, uh, where that's coming from. Perone down there beginning to throw. The right-hander. Boy, there's a check swing again. We've seen that about three times Cresto do that. He does not like that pitch. (laughs) Man. It almost looks like he checks the swing and almost hits his bat into the helmet. Almost. Yeah. Oh, wow. That was close. (laughs) He's done that about three times. Whatever pitch that is, uh, Jordan ought to just stay with it. Yeah. 0-2. Throw it again. And he's out there saying, I know it's coming, I know it's coming, and I still can't stop swinging at it. Red Parkinson, the left-hander, also throwing for the Cougars. Uh, not throwing hard, just getting loosened up. Here's the 0-2. That's a fastball, a little waste pitch there off the plate. Double header here tomorrow, 2, and o'clock, two o'clock and 6 o'clock with the Saturday forecast. They decided to play 2 tomorrow. 
So come out, out to the ballpark. Should be a, a nice day for baseball before that storm uh, rumbles in Saturday. Yeah, I heard while we were in Malibu last week that it was a fantastic weekend here that we missed out on. Our luck, right? That's the way it's been going. One, two pitch outside, two and two. If he could bust Cresto in with a fastball on the inside corner, he'd get him right here. Yeah, he probably would. Catch him by surprise. Cresto's popped up and struck out. 2-2 pitch. Fastball outside for ball three. Only game being played in the conference tonight here in Provo. Tomorrow, uh, Pacific Pepperdine, that'll be an afternoon contest. LMU and San Diego will be under the lights. San Francisco and St. Mary's an afternoon, and uh, Portland and Gonzaga will be a night game. And the 3-2 pitch is outside for ball four. Yeah, 0-2 to 3-2 to just miss low for ball four. Tough one there to, to be down 0-2 and then walk them. Cresto did a good job of laying off that slider after he swung the first two. Matt Smithwick will come up. Smithwick is grounded back to Wood. And also tried to bunt his way on, but uh, Noah Hill again made a great play behind the plate. Threw him out. Good crowd in the ballpark here tonight. On one of the better nights for baseball here this spring. Pitches outside that uh, long homestand the Cougars had. Those 11 games, the Omaha series was decent, but then it kind of, yeah, the last had, couple of weeks, pretty tough, cold and wet. Only had a couple of good days that whole entire 11 games. And it seemed like every day we practiced, it was beautiful, and when we played, it was bad. <laughs> Need to be the other way around. One ball, no strikes. And Smithwick takes that pitch inside for ball two. Going to change balls now as uh, Mike Littlewood out of the uh, dugout. 92 pitches now by Jordan Wood. He just hasn't seemed to be quite as comfortable these last two hitters. Yeah, he's just, I mean, he got down 0-2 real quick to Cresto, and then it was, you know, four pitches not really close. And then two not close to this batter, so that's six straight. I'm Coach. sure this is one of these, how are you feeling? Yeah. Are you Okay. I'm sure he'd love to stay with uh, Wood here in this situation. Yeah. Just wanted to get the positive response from Jordan, and he did. Yeah, he trusts him. He, he's your horse, man. He's He's been fantastic for you and made some big pitches all year for you, and you want to give him the benefit of the doubt that, hey, if I feel good, I can go do this. And sometimes as a coach, you just want your player to hear himself say, I got this. I can do this. I feel good. Kind of get your mindset right back in it. Two balls, no strikes. And Matt Smithwick will step back into the box. Throw to first and back in safely. So Parkinson, the lefty, the only one still left out throwing as Perone has uh, sat down. And here's the 2-0 pitch. That's over for a strike. Two balls and one strike. One man out here, top of the seventh. 
game tied 1-1. Another throw to first, and the runner uh, Cresto, who's attempted two steals this year, has been uh, successful once. Yeah, he's not a great runner, but he's a good runner. Got to be pretty good. He's a center fielder. Got to be able to run pretty well. Here's Woods' 2-1 pitch. Runner going. That pitch is inside. Throw down. And they are going to get Cresto. Boy, Noah Hill just continues to do it behind the plate. Great throw by Hill. They got Cresto, who went in head first into the back. That's a fantastic throw right there by Noah. That's not easy. That ball's up and in. He's got to come up and throw through the hitter. Ball was thrown a little bit to the shortstop side of the bag, but Anderson was able to take the throw and make the tag. Two men out. Three and one the count on Smithwick. And the pitch, that ball's hit hard at Anderson. Brendan's got it. He'll throw to first for the out, and Santa Clara retired here in the seventh inning. We're through six and a half, 1-1, Santa Clara and BYU on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. Nate Favero leads it off for the Cougars as we go to the bottom of seven here. Favero 0 for 2, popped up and has struck out in the game. Cougars have left uh, five men on, two in the third, second, and uh, they were bases loaded there in the sixth when Kringlin struck out. But the pig hits by Sue, and uh, Brock Hale tied this one up. First pitch is up high for ball one. Santa Clara got their run in the top of the fifth. Cougars came back with theirs in the bottom of the sixth. Santa Clara with three hits. Cougars with two hits in the game. Swing and a miss. Fastball just blown right past Nate Favero. This kid can looks a lot like Wilson. Yeah, he does. That same ball's up, too. Yeah. Nate's got to stay off that. Same kind of velocity. 1-1 one, one the count. And here's the pitch. That pitch uh, up high. Bounces off the catcher's glove back to the screen. Favero, Perns, and Hill do up here in the bottom of seven. Santa Clara four and five on the year in the conference. The Cougars three and six. There's a ground ball right at the shortstop. Easy play. Makes it. Throws to first. Ooh. The throw high, and then he came down and made the swipe tag on Favero. I thought his foot was on the bag before the tag. Close play. Favero. Oh, Oh, he got him. He's on top of you know, it over as, there. As we talked about it, the, the Utah game, boy, if Favero had just ducked or maybe slid a little yeah. bit, it's tough. To, you got you have to react so quickly. You really do. One man out. First base umpire's had a lot of fun ones today, hasn't he? My goodness. He's been right on everything so far. Yeah. First pitch to Perns inside ball one. Perns 0 for 2. Strikeout and a pop-up to the shortstop. And here's the 1-0 pitch, and that's up high, ball two. Eric Licks uh, won a third of an inning, faced two batters through ten pitches. He walked one and struck one out. Pitch to Perns over for a strike, two and one. Eric Lex wearing number 19 on the back of that uh, Santa Clara jersey. Pitch to Perns. Boy, it's a good fastball. Perns just behind that pitch. 
And Jarrett uh, now with a 2-2 count. Here's Lex's pitch. Ball fouled back. Wood has uh, thrown 95 pitches. He's gone seven, given up three runs and uh, one earned, uh, unearned run. Walked one, struck out five. Pitches outside for ball three. Steven Wilson went five and two-thirds, gave up a two hits, one run. That run was earned. Three walks, eight strikeouts. He threw, ended up throwing 93 pitches. Strike three called. Perns goes down on strikes. Two man out. Noah Hill steps in. Well, I guess the good news for the Cougars is you've probably seen two of their best pitchers here tonight, and hopefully you're not going to see him in the doubleheader tomorrow. Well, you're yeah. not definitely going to yeah. see Wilson. Yeah, he definitely won't. But uh, Lex has now thrown 21 pitches, and I'm sure they'd love to keep him out there and finish this game. That's true. That's probably what they're going to probably do now. He's got to this point where it's like, hey, ride with him. Hill steps in. He's 0 for 2, and the first pitch over for a strike. Noel Hill outstanding behind the plate tonight as he's thrown a couple of runners out, made a couple of great plays on bunts. There's a slider off the plate. A ball and a strike. And the umpire's been a little wide today, but he hasn't been high at all. So it's been a little low and wide, but as long as the umpire's not given both there, it makes it makes it tough on hitters. Pitch to Hill is fouled out of play off the first base side. So a ball and two strikes to uh, Noah Hill. Grounded out to third, grounded out to second in the ball game. That ball just cued right back to the pitcher. He's got it. He'll throw Hill out. And the Cougars retired in order here in the seventh inning. We're through seven complete now. 1-1 Santa Clara and BYU on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. BYU Baseball is brought to you by Lube Duck. Quick oil change, emissions, and inspections. Now, let's take you out to the ballpark with Brent Norton. Jordan Wood, as we go to the eighth inning, will face 7, 8, and 9 in the lineup for Santa Clara. Jake McNichols, the catcher, steps in. First pitch, pop up, shallow center field. Oh, no, he doesn't see it. Now he picked it up. You can see right there, Jared Burns. Kind of a tough time. At night right now, 8 o'clock, uh, the lights haven't taken full effect, and you can see how he was kind of uh, looking for the ball out yeah. there, hoped he was going the right direction, finally yeah. found it, picked it up. He's waving his hands, and I'm like, oh, no, we can't <laughs> do that, can we? And we've One, seen that this time of night oh, throughout yeah. the years. It's a tough time for an outfielder. One man out, Grant Malin steps in. He is 0 for 2, a strikeout and a ground out. And here's the pitch from Jordan Wood, and that's over for a strike. On one, Malin, the left-handed hitter. Pitch a little bit low. 93 right there from Jordan Wood, and he's just, just below 100 pitches. So, I'll tell you, this kid's a workhorse. Ball hit right back up the middle off the glove of uh, Jordan Wood. That will be an infield single. Yeah, tough break right there. Wood was close to getting... 
a glove on that as far as squeezing it. He did get a glove on it, but oh, I thought he had that in his glove. Would have been through the middle for a base hit yeah. if he hadn't gotten the glove on it. He saw it coming and it just glanced off the webbing of his glove. Infield single for Malin, one man out, and Austin Reyes, who is 0 for 2. Reyes has flown to left and struck out in the game. Wouldn't be surprised with one out that they even sack him over because you got a really good hitter as your leadoff coming up. Reyes steps in. He's hitting 188 on the year, so that could certainly happen. Yeah. Uh, Favero about even with a bag at third. Definitely plays in your mind as a coach, that's for sure. Malin, you wouldn't think you'd be running here, but this team, you know, as we've talked about, 28 stolen bases, but they've been thrown out 26 times this year. They'll run in any situation. Malin, only one stolen base on the year. He's been thrown out twice. Throw to first, and uh, Malin diving back in safely. So a runner at first base. We are in the top of the eighth. One man out. All tied 1-1. BYU and Santa Clara. And Woods pitch. That ball's hit out towards Sneeman. He's got it. Throws to Anderson. Anderson picks it out of the air with his bare hand. What a play by Sneeman and Anderson. And the Cougars retire the Broncos here in the eighth. 1-1. Cougars and Broncos on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. Well, the Cougars will have the top of the order up here. Bottom of the eighth, tied up 4-4. What a great play by Sneeman and Anderson. Sneeman up the middle, gloved it, flipped the ball to Anderson, who barehanded it and threw it to first and had the runner by a couple steps. Yeah, fantastic play. That's why he's Defensive Player of the Year last year. The kid can really play D. You know, when that ball was hit, I thought, that's a single. Yeah. Out, of the, out of nowhere, Sneeman comes flashing in and makes an unbelievable play as Anderson Fouls that pitch off for strike one. Eric Lex on the hill for Santa Clara. First baseman's really playing off the line at first with B up. Here's Lex's 0-1 pitch. That's up high. Eric Lex now uh, 27 pitches in this uh, relief outing. And the 1-1 pitch, Anderson swings and misses for a strike, 1-2. and two. Daniel Schneeman is on deck. Daniel uh, scored the lone Cougar run. He four-pitch walk in the sixth, and then back-to-back singles by Sue and Hale tied it up. Here's the pitch to Brennan. Ball a little right out in front of the play. That's a fair ball catcher out, throws him out. So two, three, four, the put out, and that will bring Schneeman to the plate. Lex, very good change. You can see uh, Hill and Anderson both well out in front of those yeah. pitches and just little numbers out in front of the plate. They're throwing that ball out of play. Probably a little bit of a scar on it from that uh, metal bat. Good old scuff on it, yep. Sneeman steps in, and Sneeman, slow roller out to the second baseman. He's got it. He'll throw to first for the out so quickly. The Cougars, two men out here in the eighth, and that will bring uh, Brian Sue to the plate. Sue the big hit to move the runner to third base, and then Hale on deck the big hit to score the lone run for BYU. 
can't about remember the last time Cougars have only had a couple of hits in a ball game, but uh, so far here tonight, only two hits. They came in the same inning, the sixth. Pitch to Sue inside, ball one. And they don't have anyone else going in the pen, so this is his next couple for sure. One and all the count to Brian Sue. That's outside. Cougars, nobody. Well, there are a couple of guys throwing. Parkinson now sitting down. That's got to be Zimmerman, I would think, yeah, on the other is. side. It is. But I've, I've got to believe they're going to run uh, Jordan Wood back out there. Pitch is over for a strike, two and one. Two balls and one strike to Brian Sue. Well outside for ball three. Brian Sue, first baseman for the Cougars. Here is Lex's pitch, and that ball's hit hard right at the second baseman. Bobbles comes up, makes the throw for the out, and the Cougars are retired in order here in the eighth inning. We're through eight complete, 1-1. Santa Clara and BYU on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. What's up, Cougar Nation? This is uh, Keaton Kringlin, outfielder on the BYU baseball team, and you are listening to the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Go Cougars. Red Parkinson on for the Cougars. He'll take over for Jordan Wood. Tremendous effort by Wood. Gave up one run on four base hits. And uh, Red Parkinson in. He will face the top of the order. Joe Becht, left-handed hitter, will step in. He singled his first time up. He's one for three today. Parkinson, the senior out of Wellsville, Utah. First pitch. Strike called inside corner. Parkinson uh, has had a good year for the Cougars this year. Really has, really has. 2.51 earned run average, 13 appearances. That leads the team. And here's the 0-1. That's outside for a ball. Parkinson in uh, 14 innings has given up 11 hits, 6 runs. Only 4 of those runs earned. 14 strikeouts. Opponents uh, hitting 224 off the left-hander. Pitching here his second year for the Cougars. Curveball over for a strike, one and two. DeCachea is up next. He is the third baseman for Santa Clara. And here's the pitch, a swing and just foul tip. Yeah, just got a piece of that. That was a really good pitch by Rhett. Great Back job to the there. screen. Great job battling there by the hitter. Joe Becht, senior, out of Downers Grove, Illinois. 281 average on the year. And here is Parkinson's pitch. Curveball, strike three called. I think the umpire forgot to didn't bring so. him up. He yeah. just called the strike. That's, yeah. that's good enough for me. Yeah. One man out. And... Looked right down the middle, didn't it? It did. It didn't look like there was even a doubt about where that pitch was. Yeah. Ticochea oh, is now up. Definitely a strike. Ticochea was hit by a pitch, has doubled and struck out. And Parkinson looking in has got the sign from Noah Hill. And here's the pitch. That's over for a strike. Jake broke the dangerous uh, first baseman. 
He's 0 for 3. He's on, in the on-deck circle. Yeah, you need to get this guy out right here so you can kind of be smart with the way you pitch him. 0-1 the count. Pitch is over for call. Strike two. Parkinson came in to the Utah game on Tuesday and threw four pitches for balls and Utes with bases loaded, and that was the winning run in the seventh. But he's coming out and usually just a pound in the strike yeah. zone all year. Just uh, And then he uh, looked very good after that. Strike three call. Two straight strikeouts by Parkinson. We talked about you put Zimmerman in the face of Broad here, who's a very dangerous hitter, but as good as Parkinson's look, well, Coach Littlewood heading out. We thought they might go to Zimmerman here in this situation. Uh, maybe not. Just out. Talk well, to him. You know, they might just talk to him and say, hey, just be careful. Yeah, I think so. Like, hey, keep the ball down. Don't miss anything up and over the plate. <laughs> Don't throw do, a strike. Yeah, if you do, it's going to go a long way. Because <laughs> you do have the lefty and Haberly on deck. Yeah. So it's really one of those, hey, see if you can throw a bunch of change-ups running away, see if you can get him to roll over, but don't throw anything close that can be smashed. They're going to stay with him here. Parkinson has uh, struck the first two guys out looking. And Jake Brode, he's flown out to right, struck out, and grounded out to Favero down the line. Brode will step in, as we mentioned, 6'5", 230, senior out of Huntington Beach. He has eight home runs on the year, 32 RBIs. And here's the pitch from Rhett Parkinson, and that's outside for a ball. One and oh, the count. We are in the top of the ninth. We're all tied up 1-1, Cougars and Broncos. First game of this three-game series in Provo. That pitch is up high, ball two. Could this be one of those unintentional or intentional intentional passes? Yeah, unintentional, intentional yeah. walk, yeah. Looks like it. Here's the 2-0 to Brot. Big swing oh. and a miss on the fastball. About knee high, Brot. Uh, yeah, and if you can throw it right swing. there, go right back yeah. to it because that ball is a tough pitch to hit. Two balls, one strike. Parkinson from the stretch. Here's the pitch. Ball ripped to left. Kringlin going back, not able to get there. That ball's up and off the wall on one hop. And Brote a two-out double here in the ninth inning. Yeah, let's let the fastball up there. That, well, Fortunately for the Cougars, Brote didn't get under that. That was a line shot that yes, got to the wall in a hurry. Yeah, and so that one he missed uh, up and in. Now Haberly will step in. He's 0 for 3. He's a good hitter, though. He's a guy that uh, got a good average. And They're going to bring Haberly back, I believe. Looks yeah. like they're going to put a right-hander in. They'll Coach probably Rusty go to Filder. Zimmerman if that's the case. So a right-hander coming out. Looks like number 23. Go, Nico! That is uh, Nico Holm. Senior out of San Diego is going to be brought in. And Coach Littlewood, that's going to be it for they're going to bring Zimmerman in to face home. We'll take a two-minute break. Be back with more Cougar baseball action on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. Well, the potential go-ahead run at second base, Nico Holm, the pinch hitter, and he will face Drew Zimmerman, the 
super freshman for the Cougars out of Lehigh High School. Zimmerman's first pitch to Nico Holm came with a uh, off-speed pitch over for a strike, 0-1-1. Yeah, first pitch slider. Good pitch there by Drew. Nico Holm, a lot of at-bats this year. He's had 73 at-bats, only has 15 hits. Three of those hits have been doubles. How many strikeouts? He has uh, 32 strikeouts to to lead the team in those 73 at-bats. Here's the 0-1 pitch. Now Zimmerman off the rubber. Trying to chase that runner back into second base. Is, uh, yeah, Broke got a walking lead there. He might try to steal third there. He had a huge lead. Of course, the Cougars right now defensively just trying to play back and let nothing through the infield. Here's the 0-1 to home. Another slider down low for ball one. Home is a uh, senior out of uh, San Diego. 6'3", 205-pounder, Rancho Bernardo High School. That was a high school that uh, former Cougar went to. Not a former Cougar, a present Cougar, Dean. Kyle Dean pitches, swung on and missed, one and two. Yeah, it looked like an off-speed pitch. Yeah, three sliders in a row. Yeah, that's amazing. Normally Zimmerman just in here throwing gas, but... Slider's working well tonight. Well, Coach Pratt calling pitches has a scouting report and probably says on there he struggles with slider. Dead red fastball guy. See if he tries to sneak a a fastball by him here on the outside corner. Here's the one-two from Zimmerman. I think another slider off the plate just a little bit. Two and two the count. Yeah, just missed outside. John Cresto, another right-handed hitter, is on deck. 1-1 the score, top of the ninth. The Broncos with a runner at second base on the two-out double by Jake Broat. And here is the pitch from Zimmerman. That's a pitch off the plate, and the count goes full, three and two. Yeah, another slider there missed up, so he's gone five straight sliders to this guy. It is 3-2, right? Yeah, 3-2 the count. Nico Holm steps back in. And here is Zimmerman's pitch. Outside ball four. So a double and a walk in Santa Clara with runners at first and second base. And John Cresto, excellent hitter, hitting 299 on the year. Six home runs, 14 RBIs. He's 0 for 2 today. He walked his last time up and then was caught stealing. As Cresto steps in. Here's the pitch, and that is over for a strike. Johnny, you got it. Come on now. 0 1. To Cresto, a lot of pressure right now on yes, that young freshman is. Zimmerman. Yes, there is. And a lot of pressure on Cresto, too. Fun part of the game right here. Zimmerman with the 0-1 count. Here's the pitch to Cresto, and that's a little bit low, 1-1. One one. Again, tomorrow we're going to start at 2 o'clock. We're going to play a doubleheader at 2 and at 6. Due to the forecast uh, wet on Saturday. They've moved both games up. So come out out to the ballpark. Should be a great day for baseball here. 
seen a great one here tonight. Here's the 1-1 pitch ball hit up the middle right at Anderson. He's got it. He'll throw to Sneeman at the bag, and Zimmerman does the job. Gets the ground out of Cresto. And the Cougars are going to come up here in the bottom of the ninth all tied up at 1-1 on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. First pitch to Brock Hale over for a strike called. Brock Hale as we go to the bottom of the ninth inning. Eric Lex on the hill. And here's the pitch to Brock. Ball hit pretty well. Center fielder going back. Still going back, and he's not going to get there. Up against the wall. And Presto, you could see he was fooled on that ball. It was hit hard. He went back, and then right at the end, you could see he had no chance to get to it. So a leadoff double by Brock Hale. Yeah, that's the line drive we talked about at the center fielder that makes it tough. And Cresto not being a true center fielder, probably hasn't had to see too many of those in his career and kind of had a misplay there. Been a big break there by the Coug- for the Cougs. This is a situation where it's interesting if they're going to bring someone in to hit for Brown. Brown's not necessarily a great bunner, um, but he's also a guy that can get the guy over. So going to roll with the gut here. I like it. Jake Brown has walked, struck out, and walked. 0 for 1 today. Cougars winning run at second base. Nobody out here, bottom of the ninth. And here is Eric Lex's first pitch, and that's up high, ball one. You know, the best part about Brown not having a ton of at-bats is they don't have a, a huge scattering report on them about bunting situations. you got both corners crashing in. All he's got to do is just kind of hook a ball towards first base, and he's probably going to get a hit out of it because he's, he was crashing so hard. Want to know the count? Brown, a long look uh, down at uh, Coach Mike Littlewood. He's got the sign as he steps back in. And here is the pitch. That's over for a strike, one and one. Lex, as we mentioned, uh, you know, an ERA over six, two wins, three losses on the year. Also has five saves, so, you know, been good and bad at times. We've seen him be good tonight. Here's a 1-1 pitch to Brown. That's up high, ball two. Boy, a big game right here in the West Coast Conference. Cougars trying to work out of a little bit of a funk they've been in. Almost a must-win situation for them. And here is the 2-1 pitch to Jake Brown. Swing and a miss on a curveball. Two balls and two strikes. Very Really a slow curveball, 73 miles an hour. I think that's the first time we've seen Lex throw that pitch. Yeah, and that ball looked to be outside and down. Well, it might not have been down, but thought it was outside. But Do a job here, Brown. Find a way to move the runner over. That ground ball up the middle. Any Either player would move the – there Great we go. job. Great job, Brown Brownie. Ball to the second baseman. Great and, job. Uh, Brown rounds out. And now Brock Hill at third. Santa Clara is going to have to bring their infield in. And Keaton Pringle, about time for Keaton to come through right here as he'll step in. Yeah, this is his time. This is his time. Just sack fly with the game here, Keaton. A guy that's been, you can tell he's stressing a little bit with runners on base, only having eight RBIs on the year. But, hey, all that's out the door. You have a chance to win a ball game right now. Find a way right here, Keaton. Pringle steps in. The infield is drawn in. The outfield is drawn in. 
And the first pitch from Lex is a curveball. It's a little bit inside, ball one. So with the infield and the outfield also drawn in. And, yeah. Uh, Brock Hill, pretty good speed at third base. Keaton just got to hit the ball hard somewhere. Pretty good chance he's, he's going to be able to knock that winning run in. And here's the 0-1 to Kringlin. Pretty good pitch right there on the outside corner at 90 miles an hour for a strike. Kringlin, an all-conference performer last year for the Cougars. Trying to pick up a walk-off hit here in the bottom of the ninth. And here is Lex's pitch. Kringlin hits it hard. Second baseman gloves it. Throws the first. Throws it away. Here comes Brock Hill. He's going to score. Cougars score on an unearned run on an air by the second baseman. Made an incredible play and came up and just made a terrible throw. First baseman tried to dig it out of the dirt. Couldn't do it. And the Cougars are mobbing Kringlin out there and also Brock Hale. Cougars with a 2-1 victory. What an ending. Ball was hit hard by Kringlin. And Reyes, tremendous play out there as he was drawn in. Really was. And had plenty of time to he make did. the throw, but just rushed it. And the throw was uh, low to the first baseman. And as soon as Hale saw the ball get away from the first baseman, he scored. And the Cougars win 2-1. They will take it. Great job, Cougs. Well, the Cougars have been involved a couple of sides on the, on the other side. And, uh, Tucker, we appreciate you being up here. We'll, we'll see you later. All right, Cougars win 2-1. Uh, tremendous game, pitching duel between uh, the Cougars and the Broncos. And we'll be back with a post game right after this on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. That's the last out. Great pitch on the outside corner. He gets him. Now let's hear from the players and coaches in your BYU baseball postgame show. Here's Brent Norton on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Right back here with our player of the game, Noah Hill. Noah behind the plate has been swinging a great bat for the Cougars. And, boy, tonight defensively, Noah, outstanding performance. Threw a couple of guys out, made a couple of fantastic plays on bunts behind the plate to, to throw guys out. Uh, great job and what a big win. Thanks, Brent. Yeah, I appreciate it. You know, we needed that first one to, to just keep it rolling here. So, Talk to us a little about Steve Wilson, the, the starter. I, the kid was throwing well. Uh, one of the better pitchers I think we've seen the entire year. Yeah, he definitely had some good stuff. Uh, fastball was firm, and he kept the slider down all night. So, you know, it's tough to tough to hit that slider. So we, we looked for fastball, and he just hit his spots and, and held us to, to just that one run. So. And Eric Lex, kind of a tough luck loss for Eric. Uh, he goes to 2-4 and four now on the year. But, again, like you were saying, tough to pick up that fastball out of his hand and uh, – and uh, two dynamite arms that we saw tonight out of the Broncos. Yeah, both guys hide the ball pretty well. Uh, you know, we just did our best to to get out in front and uh, and find a good pitch to hit and uh, find a hole, and, and we did that there in the last inning. Brock lit it off great. Uh, had to put a great swing on a fastball, and, uh, you know, Brownie had a great at-bat right there to move him over, and uh, Keaton, you know, hit the ball hard, and good things will happen. Tell us a little about your transformation. I mean, I know of you as a kind of utility guy, infielder, the transformation behind the plate. When did that all start? Did you do that? Did you catch a little bit in high school? Yeah, I caught, uh, you know, my sophomore year and on, and I played second base, you know, junior and senior year. And But, you know, summer ball, I did both. I'm yeah, pretty much a utility guy. So, But I feel real comfortable behind the plate. You know, I've 
caught my whole life. So, you know, it's just kind of such second nature, nature when you get back there. Talk to us about Jordan Wood. He was dynamic again tonight. Yeah, he, he has been the entire year. Yeah, Woody did great. You know, he commanded the fastball real well. Uh, slider was sharp tonight, and, and he worked with that changeup uh, to lefties to get a lot of ground balls. So it was, it was big time for Woody tonight. We needed that. Talk to us about how big this win is. You know, Cougars have been struggling a little bit in conference play. Some tough luck losses. I know in baseball you can't look back. you got to look forward. you got to put it behind you. But, but boy, it was nice to see BYU come through uh, big time in the clutch when, when you really needed it. Yeah, we've, we've played in a lot of close games uh, this year, and, and, it, and it's you know we needed to get this one tonight, and uh, you know, we just netted up and got it done. Uh, there's nothing else to say. Uh, we got a great group of guys in that clubhouse. All 35 guys were, were all in it together, and uh, you know we're just coming out here every day just giving our best, looking to get a win, and uh, – you know, we did that tonight. Well, Noah, hey, congratulations. Uh, great to have you on the air here. I'm sure this will be the first of many. Uh, great job defensively and, and, and swinging the bat. We didn't even talk about that, how hot you've been. Yeah. Uh, maybe not tonight as much, but uh, against those good pitchers. But uh, good luck to you the rest Perfect. of the way. Thanks, man. You Appreciate betcha. it. You're going to be joined by uh, head coach Mike Littlewood now as uh, coach has made his way up. And, uh, Coach, uh, great job. Uh, boy, a must-need win, uh, and uh, you, you got it. Uh, Brock Hill came up for you big time offensively. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jordan Wood, outstanding. Bullpen, outstanding. And uh, it made the plays when you had to. Yeah, that's what we talked about. Um, we had two great, great at-bats um, in, I think, the sixth inning. Right. Where Brian Sue comes up with a great at-bat, and then Brock comes up with that key, key at-bat, two, two out RBI. Then he comes up with a double, which was obviously huge. But what people probably don't know is Jake Brown's at bat right there. He's got yeah. two strikes on him. His his, you know, I give I either give him one signal for get it over, get him over, or one signal for try to drive him in. Before two strikes, I said just drive him in. Let's let's take three shots at driving him in instead of trying to move him over. And then he realized with two strikes, I'm just going to do anything I can to pull it, and uh, did a great job. And on the pitching side, Jordan Wood was outstanding. I mean, he was just he was just great. We even miss a fly ball in left field, and he works out of it. Um, the the Rhett came in, and we talked about getting outs when you need to get outs, and Rhett comes in, strikes out the left-hander. Uh, we wanted we I went out there specifically to tell him, do not throw Brote anything he can get his bat on, uh, but he's he's got long levers, man. That guy has a big league body, I'm telling you. And he was just able to go out outside two or three inches and pull that ball, and, and, he, and then Drew comes in, little freshman, and does a great job working out of that too. So that's what we need to do, and, and honestly – I'm not letting you ask any questions here. No, that's okay. But Keep going. You're on a roll. It, well, <laughs> you know, when Stevie Wilson was so good, two, three, four, you know, the fifth inning, yeah. and he just striking, we just persevered. And we didn't get frustrated. Nobody got angry. It's just like, hey, tip your hat, and we got to come back the next time and learn something from that at bat. And I think, it's, I think there's a lot of shadows during that time of day. They were striking out a lot too. Uh, but I just, I like that we persevered, and we didn't throw helmets. We didn't hang our heads we just we just kept having good at bats um, later in the game and Brock Hill as you mentioned boy two big at bats the senior stepped up big time and that's kind of what we've been waiting for mm-hmm. these not not from him but yeah. anybody on that team and uh, boy uh, he came through big to double uh, to lead off the ninth and and then the, the base hit to to get the game into the you know uh, to tie the game up late in the ball game well I was I was, I was really proud of Keaton for his last at bat the second base made a great play but that was, that was a good, really good at-bat, much better than his previous couple at-bats. We took a chance in the second with guys on first, second. Keaton laid down um, a great bunt, and then Nate couldn't get him in. But then Nate's next at-bat, when there was nobody on, he just punches it to the shortstop, and that's the one we needed 
with guys on second and third to get a run across. But, you know, it's just it seems like nothing's really to this point hasn't been easy. Like, oh, this is a bunt or, oh, this is a like last year was very, very easy for me to to know what to do, when to do it. But the inconsistency of our lineup makes you think a little bit more and do some things maybe you shouldn't do or, or wouldn't normally do. But I think this is this is a game where we, we needed to we definitely needed the win, but we needed more than anything to win kind of win like that to show that we can beat two two really really good pitchers yeah no doubt about it and uh boy uh noah hill outstanding behind the plate four throws uh picked a couple of guys you know caught stealing a couple of guys and those two bunts i thought he had no chance at that last guy uh, backed and he he threw him out got him by about a half a step just he plays he played outstanding today and you know maybe i need to change my thinking saying you know what Noah's going to give you um, because now he's going to give us pretty much yeah. more than we expected. He's just he's just a kid who I love I love to coach because not once has he ever said, when am I going to play? Um, he hasn't come in and said, what do I need to do? He just comes out every single day and works hard, and he's ready. he's been ready for this opportunity, and he's stepped up. I'm really proud of him. Well, he's a true utility guy there. I think you'd, you'd be comfortable probably putting him anywhere. Well, he has. First couple, I think he played, when we played at Kansas two years ago, we stuck him at second base right. against our left-hander, came in and got a couple knocks and helped us win game two at Kansas. And he's just a guy that you, you, you can stick him anywhere, probably stick him in center field, and he's, and he's going to do a decent yep. job for you out there. I love the kid. Uh, Coach, uh, and then you, you talked a little about your bullpen. Drew came in, freshman. You know, no situation is too big for him as he came in and th- and threw some great baseball. No, no doubt. And with a doubleheader tomorrow, in my mind, I'm kind of thinking, well, God, we don't want to use him too much tonight because then he's. But and then I, you know, Trent and I talked, and what are we what are we saving it for? We need to win this game. Um, and, and maybe I should have brought him in against Brote, um, and that that might have been the better move. But um, you know, when they pinch hit, I thought that was for the uh, went away from the left hander. It was a good time to take Red out, but he was he was great too. Well, he threw nine pitches. Uh, uh, Parkinson threw twelve pitches, had a couple of strikeouts, and and I guess the best news: Wilson can't come. He's not going to be able to throw against you tomorrow. Neither is Eric Lex, as he threw over forty pitches. Those two guys, dynamite arms. Those are their two best guys. Definitely, yeah. definitely the two best guys, and and I'm glad they used them both. And you know, I bet you Lex would. Uh, Stevie Wilson's coming off Tommy John last year. And uh, I, I don't know what his pitch count was, well, probably around 100. just yeah. over 90, actually. And so that they're pretty careful with him. So 93 and, and Lex with 42. So they're, the, the Lex is definitely done for tomorrow. He might try to come in. And, uh, but I thought we did a nice job against him. I really did. We're watching on TV right here the, the double play by Schneeman and, and yeah. uh, B. That was a, that was a big league play. Yeah, that was. was. I thought that was a base hit. Yeah, that was play of the year. out of nowhere. <laughs> yeah, he's a in, wizard. Incredible play by Schneeman. That's why he's a defensive Player of the year, and, and we, I was just going to mention Fult, Filter. He he knew the importance of this ball game because he threw his best two yeah. guys out there tonight. Yeah. And and like you said, Zimmerman, you wanted to save him, but hey, what are we waiting for? Let's get it done. Yeah, we both of us knew that we had to win this game, and you can tell they're they're very very well coached. He's got he's got control. They like to run. They know what they're they know what they're doing. Fortunately, we know we and we kind of knew what they wanted to do. We we talked a lot about. Don't let don't let it surprise you if they start running in the first inning, which most teams don't. I feel like they feel like with their with their hitters, they have to get stuff moving and, and working. But man, they're big and physical and and put together really good at bats one through nine. I'm pretty impressed with them. No doubt about it. Well, coach, hey, we appreciate you coming up. A great win, two one, uh, a walk off. Uh, 
was, I was telling Tuck, it's about time we had one of these. Yeah. It's great. It's a great feeling to have this because we've kind of been on the other end of it a couple of times. We sure have. And, I, yeah, we can, we can breathe just a little bit right now and then show up here in 12 hours and try to do it again. All right, Coach. Appreciate you coming up. Uh, good luck. All right. Thanks, All right, Brent. You bet. We'll see you tomorrow. All right, Cougars win here 2-1. to one. Cougars uh, two runs, three hits. Uh, Santa Clara one run on five hits. Both teams with one error. And the Cougars score in the bottom of the ninth to win this one by a score of 2-1. We'll be back on the air tomorrow at uh, uh, 2 o'clock, 155 for first pitch, uh, 205 here in Provo as the Cougars and the Broncos will play a double header here tomorrow. Due to the weather coming in Saturday, they're going to try to get that one uh, moved up a little bit and get those two in. Uh, I'd like to thank uh, Tuckett Slate for his great work. Uh, uh, Cole back at the uh, Broadcast Central at uh, BYU Broadcasting and uh, – Uh, With that, we'll say so long from Larry Miller Field here in Provo.